Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Greetings, welcome in. It is another beautiful Fox Sports Sunday coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in a beautiful Mother's Day yes. edition of Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer. And Dan, it's it's one of those beautiful days. We've got people already lined up roadside. It's still dark here in Southern California as you and I get ready. A little, little bit of uh, not quite rain. I don't, I don't know what you call it, but certainly... Uh, precipitation is there in the offing but uh, also on the off ramps and highways and byways of our lives long before the sun is rising men and women line with buckets of flowers assorted candies stuffed animals and anything you could possibly do if you forgot to take care of mom on mother's well, day well it's not forgetting if you're doing it at 5:30 local time no, that's a good point uh, on on mother's day in fact i would consider it early bird gets the worm and I am here to announce at this point, I have already been ripped off this morning with Mother's Day flowers. Look at you. Already. There you go. Early to go. Early to go. Uh, have already been ripped off, Mike, for the amount that I paid for a... I'll tell you what. Daylight does a lot for flowers. And when the sun is not up yet, and you talk about this fog that's been over... Southern California, where we broadcast. It's an old Beatles song that included the fog uh, <laughs> above L.A. Yeah. yeah, you don't quite get to see what you were purchasing, but Uh-oh. then, then when I opened my car door to come to work, I saw exactly what I was purchasing. So, five and a half to six hours in on this Mother's Day on the at least West Coast, I've already been ripped off. Now, on my way home from the show every Sunday. Uh, as I get on my the off-ramp down on Englewood Boulevard, down towards the beach cities, uh, there's always someone selling flowers, and it's usually 10 bucks. Not today. Did we, did we double not it? Did, did, did they get you for, for a double? Uh, there's there's doubles, and then there's triples, and then there's quadruples of the 10 bucks. How about that? You're right. Usually it's 5 to 10, but today is today is the day. Get today. that premium. There you go. 
Supply, it, demand, and uh, desperation I, being a stinky again, cologne. I was, I was a sucker, and I just, I, I was taken, but it's okay because it just happens, happens today. But already five hours in, already a sucker when it comes to buying Mother's Day flowers. Now three thousand miles away from my my folks, they had their anniversary earlier in this week, and then. Uh, today, obviously, Mother's Day. I'm reliant on, on the good good folks of Amazon and their drivers to take care of business. Scheduled for delivery today, a couple of sundry items. You know, mom, mom likes the likes cards more than anything else. So, United States Post Office. Uh, I, it didn't get there yet, so <laughs> we'll see if, if maybe there's a Sunday delivery. Because I've always I've often had that in neighborhoods. Again, this may be a Southern California thing. That maybe maybe your post postman post lady uh, doesn't necessarily want to do the full shift on a Friday, so all of a sudden on Sunday you've got post like your Jerry Seinfeld yeah. picking up for Newman when he wanted the promotion. <laughs> Just don't take any bottles and cans to Michigan because that can end a disaster. No, this is true, no question about it. At Dan Byer on Fox, where you find Dan, find me over at Swollen Dome. You got ideas for Mother's Day last minute thoughts that you've got out there please uh send us a line uh on the twitterverse let's help each other out we're a big extended community uh on the iHeartRadio app wherever you go on the highways and byways of life perhaps you're i got a big brunch planned and you're up and out already uh early services whatever you're doing today we appreciate you making us part of your entertainment and information uh kind of flow here on a sunday we've got action on the pitch already in the premier league uh mornings we're watching some golf and later on we've got a game seven in these NBA finals. Lakers and Nuggets already set. My Miami Heat. I say that because I'm a Jimmy Butler stan and have been since his time with the Bulls and uh, still sad that he's no longer a member of the Bulls. Uh, but all of those things that you you watch the, the ebb and flow of these playoffs. We'll talk about Monty Williams. Uh, a huge thing that I raised my hand wondering if it was going to happen after that embarrassing uh, dismissal from the playoffs. Yeah, it did. Uh, but we've got the Celtics and we've got the Sixers later on today. Game 7 in a series. And it really defined of these playoffs is on a nightly basis, there's a lot of unknown in terms of the effort, the excellence of execution. And I, dare I say, both coaches perhaps fighting for their jobs in this one? Uh, well, they're unique circumstances. And the Missoula situation in Boston is just so unique because – of how he ended up getting the job, Mike. Mm-hmm. And, and just of of the Ime Doka situation with Will Hardy being gone, the options like it's it's you know, we're watching we're watching soccer this morning. I guess it would be almost being promoted and you just skip a league. That like that's that's almost like the feeling it is. And it's like how do you show that you belong and bowing out in these NBA playoffs when you were considered one of the title favorites, and now as you look at the field, uh, especially in the East, you think that your path to a repeat uh, appearance in the NBA Finals would be there. But but yeah, I think that I think that there is something to it. I don't think it's completely Joe Mazzulla's fault, but just like I don't think it was completely Monty Williams' fault in Phoenix, there are times where you have to make a change for because you just you have to and. Maybe Missoula would grow into the role, but how long do you have to wait if you're Boston? How long do you have to say, all right, is he our guy or not? And Doc Rivers, in, in their situation in Philadelphia, Mike, it was the surest. I if, if I was a betting man, and I am not, 
I like to participate in pools here and there and contests, but I'm not really a betting man. There was no way the Sixers were going to win game six. That's just, that's just, there, there was no way. And Jason Tatum had an awful night. And I know you guys are on the air during it and watching it and watching it unfold. But if you were to sit there and say, all right, Jason Tatum's going to have, what, one field goal entering the fourth quarter, be two of 15 at one point, and you can't, you can't have a lead, let alone separate yourself. Like to me, like my goodness, I, I I don't know where Philadelphia would go. I I think that the Missoula situation, if they lose today, is probably the one that ends up changing. I don't want to say that Doc is safe, but if there was a change on who lost today, I think it would happen in Boston. Yeah, I'm looking at when when you talk about Missoula, there's just been these late game situations, and part of it is the core that you've established in, in Boston, right? Coming into the year, questions of whether Tatum and Brown and then Marcus Smart's over here uh, as the third man in on all of this stuff, right? That you have this core, but rumors were that Brown and Tatum weren't necessarily in sync, mm-hmm. right? And guys that you were going to move forward. And the Adoka situation transpires, and we've got some of the details. We'll never know everything else. Every once in a while, while uh, Nia Long po- posts something up on Instagram, all love over here, I'm good, and whatever. It's like, but you're... Like, she's in a no-win situation. She can't respond to anything in her socials. Otherwise, it fuels everything again. What actually happened? What transpired? Why Why? Why are you bringing this up? It's like, well, she's really not. She's just responding to sure. fans and admirers and everything. So that whole situation and, just keeps yeah. kind and of now, now fanning I, I, up. I think now that he's in Houston as well, like, there's – it kind of moves on towards it, but – it's just been a crazy year. Just like I still think that the Draymond Green punch of Jordan Poole played into an effect on how this season played oh, out. Oh, an entire season. Yeah, Warriors. we've got plenty of time to get into that. Yeah. Their, their dismissal as well, because there's a lot swirling. And the but, most coveted free agent of everybody on that squad and across the NBA might be a guy who wears a suit. Sure. Well, <laughs> the the just to make a point about Missoula, the, the thing that actually works against him and because it really should have worked for him in game six, this really could have been something for him was when he starts Richard Williams against, um, against Phil, excuse me, Robert Williams, not Serena and Venus's dad, Robert that Williams. That would have been an interesting, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> interesting um, <laughs> insertion there. Yes. Uh, that, that would be a reason to fire Joe Mazzula. Well, I mean, when you, you start look, sometimes you got to get creative with your lineup situation, Dan. <laughs> when you start Robert Williams, you're saying, all right, we're going to, we're going to try to clog the paint. We're going to try to lock down Philadelphia defensively. And all the reports, whether it be from Shams, whether it be from out of Boston, whether it be ESPN, were that the players had to convince Joe Missoula that that's what they wanted. Like that is that like there's there is one thing about listening to your players and and getting a sense of of the room. But also if the players like this is what we need to do and it works in your like for as great as it was for Boston to win that like that didn't help Joe Missoula's status. So when you're talking about what's at stake here in the head coaching, that's why I lean Missoula, but I really like Boston today. So I in, in the in the end of it all, like I think as it, as it plays out, I just I don't think the Sixers are that team. I I don't think that they are. 
I, I used the reference of the you know the grocery store guy, the you're not that guy pal meme that we had seen so much, mm-hmm. and I feel that that is Philadelphia. And I just that's why I didn't think they would win Game Six. They could prove me wrong in Game Seven if they do. Tip of the cap, but I just don't think that's who they are. And I don't think that they've been that team. I don't think anything changes. They're they are who they are, and so I think Boston ends up winning today. Yeah, and the difficulty is obviously someone in the in the building wanted that information out on Missoula. Yeah. I remember Adoka hasn't coached a single game for anybody yet. So sure, <laughs> contracts. We've seen guys walk away. One of the greatest in the NFL's history. Yeah, did that. He to can't go back. He can't go back. Just to saying, Boston, I'm though. done. No, he's not yeah. going back to Boston. Yeah. But you look at Milwaukee. You've got Phoenix. You've got sure. Uh, you've yeah. got options out there of of pretty solid bases. Not to say it happens, but look, it's a strange world. We know how. How attitudes and circumstances change on a dime, and and that's that's not reporting. It's just me trying to be a realist at this point. In my Do you life. think he'd I go- think we've seen every permutation of things. <laughs> why why would that not possibly be on the table? Do you think if they did sign Richard Williams, he would you know go? I mean, why not have well, a guy famous in his for 70s? his temper? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know. I'm and, King Richard here at the that's Garden. Right. That's how you will you call me. <laughs> There's no LeBron James here. I'm the king. I'm the whiz and nobody beats me. Look, the the two things, right? The late game situations have obviously been a disaster for Boston uh, in several of these games. Goes back to uh, the Warriors, who we'll talk about in earnest later on. But same thing. You had opportunities to close out games. You didn't. Philadelphia... We know Doc's record in closeout games. It's been said a million times. He wins a third of them. Yep. <laughs> Game sevens, he's six and nine all time. Uh, after a while, you got enough of a sample size to say there's there's a coaching problem here. Yes, he got that title with Boston all those years ago. This is not that Boston team. No. He's not a veteran-laden team like that. Veteran-laden, when we look at Embiid and, and James Harden, but a much different set of circumstances and an opportunity. As you say in Game 6, you've got Jason Tatums, who who's invisible most of the game. Jump shot is off. His confidence is obviously waning. At least it was until, you know, humbly, I'm one of the best in the world. One of the greatest quotes ever uh, that I'm, I'm going to emblazon on a T-shirt for myself. I, I knew what he was getting at because he knew what he was going to no, say. No, no, exactly. It's all about, yes. hey, I've got the confidence. I'm going to get it going. I'm yes. going to find my shot. Yes. But all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, he catches fire. And they don't close out well on him at all. And all of a sudden, he starts hitting shots. Well, we, we've talked about this forever. And you've heard sh- the great shooters of, of the game's history, collegiate and pro, just say, I need one to get started. Yes. Right? And, yep. and we go back to that Golden State just to, to kind of inform the point, which is why Clay Thompson kept going for his shot. That's who he is. His shot was broken that whole series. Defense versus the shot itself. But in big moments, he was still pulling the trigger quickly. Likewise, here with Jason Tatum, give me the ball. And what happened? The Sixers wilted in that fourth quarter, and the defense for Boston comes to life. The They put a something over the rim, and the Sixers score 13 points in the fourth quarter, and that's it. I'll say this. I, really, I actually appreciated the narrative, and it's not rain on Philly uh, day here on Fox Sports Radio. That's not what it's meant It to might be. be before it's all said yeah, done. Yes, yeah, no. sorry, executive producer Ethan. That's not what this is meant to be. But for He's okay. As, you brought him sugar. For as much as, for as, much as Jason Tatum 
deserved credit for breaking through his slump in that fourth quarter. There was some blame to go in the first three quarters, but also there was some blame to go then with the 76ers. Like there was a focus on that. Uh, what happened with Joel Embiid in, in the fourth quarter, uh, their inability to score, and then the inabilities we talked about to stop Tatum. But yeah, I, I expect I, 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 I really like Boston today. And Mike, this just may be, this may be me thinking back to last year when the Celtics did what they did to the Bucks in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. They went to Milwaukee, won game six, and then blew the Bucks out of the water. It's known as the Grant Williams game in game seven in the Eastern semis last year. I, I just feel that history repeats itself. That may be a reason why, but I just really like Boston today. Last I saw, looking at about a six, six and a half point spread for later on. Game seven. We always love game seven. It's on Mother's Day. Here, we have a nice brunch. Everybody's sitting down. Hey, let's watch some NBA. It's not a bad way to go. No, not at all. That, but I, I don't, don't know think that we're going to be watching. Yes. Board, but, I, you know, hey. I don't know if that's not not a bad day for us. Happy Mother's Day to my mom as well. Oh, hi, uh, mom. My wife, yes, and uh, all the moms out there. Mom out there. I mean, everybody's called a mother at some point. It's the old joke. My uncle I, used to run back in the day. Mother, I was I was wished happy not, Mother's not in Day. Not the dancing mode as you were. <laughs> I, I was I was wished when, when I when I left from the donut place this morning. USA, USA, <laughs> keep going. I, I I did say Happy Mother's Day, and she goes, "You too." Like, hey, I'll take it. No, no, Why hey, not? it takes a village. We yes. all fill different roles, and however you you fill the roles in in a child's life or uh, those around you. I mean, there's. You know, it has a lot of different uh, <laughs> permutations as we go in the highways and byways of life. So, damn it, celebrate yourself. Yes, I took it. I did not reject it. No, absolutely. You take any little bit of love that you can grab in this atmosphere, and I'm all for it right here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, we talk about Doc Rivers. We talk about Missoula. We love coaching carousels. Monty Williams out in Phoenix. I don't think it's as big a surprise as everybody else wants to make it. And I'll tell you why. As we continue here on Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you here. Happy Mother's Day as you go on the highways and byways. If you have something equivalent of a USA Donuts in your neighborhood, you know what? Never hurts to bring a box to wherever gathering you're going to. You know, there's a hallway at the uh, at every parish I've ever been to, every church, uh, regardless of denomination. Uh, every home will obviously take a donut. You can walk around the neighborhood. You know, walk your dog. Hand out donuts. You, you can be the hero of the day. And right now, you are being fitted for an award as the employee of the month. Well, it's you know it's been a while since we brought in donuts, and I figured since I just play, paid double for some street flowers, <laughs> why not bring in some sweets for the uh, for the morning? And I'll tell you what, a USA Donuts. This is just it's not an advertisement. Just the most generic name for a donut store that you could have in this country. Uh, they came through. So, so of the probably fifteen thousand USA donuts that are around this country <laughs> in some version or another, uh, the one near our studios came through this morning. You know me being the cynical guy, I am. Mean, that's the greatest name to be able to do whatever you wanted under the banner of USA Donuts <laughs> in terms of businesses. I remember going uh, a few weeks ago, and, and not to go deep on this tangent, but I could have got. The dozen donuts, along with a carton of my favorite cigarettes, right behind oh, the counter. That I didn't realize delicious. cigarettes were now ten dollars a pack. I knew they taxed the hell out of them, but wow, they aren't cheap. I remember having to run back when my, my parents smoked many many years ago. I mean, now that would break the bank. Again. Now, I mean, that would be an even greater gift. Here, smoke up, Johnny. Is it is it the tax? Or is it that they have to make up for all the people that just don't smoke anymore? Well, I think a little bit of both, but certainly, I mean, look, we know once you're in, you're in. Well, uh, but you know, the syntax is a real thing, sure, and, and not syntax s y n. No, sin s i n. I I on a church. I am not morning. a smoker of anything, but it just seems like the emergence of marijuana and its legalities has also put a dent into the. You know, yeah, it's like, change. Yeah, yeah there's not changing economic circumstances. There not, used to sure. be an area in our building. This is pre-COVID, and so that could have something to do with it. But it was a smokers area? That is no longer a smokers area. It's just a commonplace. It was right outside the door. There was a smoking area, and you just don't see them a lot anymore. They'll be back. <laughs> At the end of your first Don't year, come back. <laughs> At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Monty Williams out in Phoenix. I saw the the data point with all the elimination games that he has coached. And this is, look, don't win coach of the year is really what it comes down to, uh, as we've learned in the last couple of weeks. Win coach of the year, you raise expectations. What happens when you have expectations? You get disappointed. So, uh, like Homer Simpson would say, never try. But in this case, you got a guy that the margin of defeat is ridiculous in terms of the exit games. Talking a total, I, I think I saw 
what, all the exits combined 94 points or, or thereabouts. And we watched them no-show in a home game. In a home game for elimination. Now, we could talk about Chris Paul, and we could talk about DeAndre Ayton, and there's a lot about Ayton and trade requests preseason, into this season, into injuries, who's injured, who's not, because we had that debate, right? Can you wear the flak jacket? We saw Andrew Wiggins gut it out. He looked like he was absolutely miserable playing in that game against the Lakers the other night, but he gutted it out. People wondering if Ayton should have done the same. Anytime you're building a squad where Chris Paul and his health is something you're heavily reliant on, that's eh, problematic in and of itself. So you've already seen front office people, scouts, a bunch of things that got jumbled. You have a new owner in Ishbia, and I would argue that the the way that team came out and competed, and I, we're on radio so you can't see me, uh, big air quotes for the word competed in that closeout game. That was more embarrassing than Ishbia not giving Nikola Jokic the ball back earlier in yeah, the series. Yes, it, that, and for the second straight year. To do it in a game when your season is on the line. Last year's Game 7 against the, uh, the Mavericks. And that embarrassment, you combine it with this. You combine it with new ownership. You combine it with a team that I just... On paper, Mike, looks great. On paper, like you can make an argument that it is a championship caliber team. But you then have to play the game. And then you find out how thin your depth is. Uh, where you lack the third score, especially when Chris Paul is out. There are a lot of issues. But the NBA, if it's any league, Mike, that if you're going to make a change or you need to do something, head coach is the one to do. Heck, three weeks ago on the show, we did a feud and gave you the longest tenured coaches in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And we had a, you know, this is on the heels of Nick Nurse being fired, who was or not returning. And so... In that time, we've That's not lost. a nice lost way of saying, you know, you got fired. Monty Williams and Mike Budenholzer out. So, like, we have this. So, we could do it again today and have a 25% new list if we did the few. No, it's it. It becomes, becomes yeah. a fall guy situation. And, again, your team didn't show up. Right there, there's something where that's a reflection on the coach. Just like we were just talking about with, with Philadelphia and Doc Rivers in big, big games, big moments. Something's lacking. Monty Williams I, in the post game, some of the more ridiculous comments ever. I, I'm not an excuse maker. I'm not a guy like that. You know, Devin Booker's foot really impacted him a lot. <laughs> Devin Booker, who decided not to talk to anybody after the game, and then the next day on exit interviews said, I'm not talking either. A, a, a bad look on him. But the old rule of thumb plays here in sports talk radio, sports media, and the water coolers literal and figurative nationwide you play i'm not worried about it right yes you could be impacted and we can make it part of it but you played yes and you played poorly right that that's just the the way it works nobody is a hundred percent at this point in the season we talked about the depth of that squad when the trade was made going wow you really uh you push it all in like this is being on tilt at a poker table and just saying we've got stars and people are vulnerable. We're taking our shot this year. I thought it was a bad trade before we saw how well Mikael Bridges played for Brooklyn. Well, they end up making the playoffs. Camp Johnson showed in stretches that he's a guy that could be a four, still a youngster. And you gave up four, four first round picks. Yeah. Unprotected. And a pick round. swap. And a pick yeah. swap in 2028. Like that is, 
it, it is it is going to be difficult, and I, and I'll say two things because one is about Monty Williams. Monty Williams also did not help himself by not talking with DeAndre Ayton in the entire offseason. So Ayton gets the extension, and you can you can pin the problems on him, Mike. But just as Devin Booker needs to be a leader and meet the press and and show up to an exit interview and have something to say to the media because Kevin Durant just showed up. Chris Paul has been in and out. It is Devin Booker's team as a player. So as much as he needs to talk to the media, if you're the head coach, I don't care the problems that you would have had with DeAndre Ayton. You can't go an entire offseason and not talk to a guy who, by the way, was in the crosshairs of a lot of criticism from people, then you give him an extension and there's still no conversation. What what is going on? Like there's like that right. can't happen. So there's there's enough there. The other part now, which I think is a, a legitimate conversation as you look where Phoenix is and we get these conversations, we get them about the Warriors uh after they were ousted by the Lakers. And it is what is the future of the Phoenix Suns. And when you lay, when you mention, you know, no first round pick, for the loss of four first round picks for that Durant deal, the pick swap that they don't have, the depth that they don't have, I think Kevin Durant's days of winning an NBA title are over. I I don't see how Phoenix can reload so quickly, and then Mike, likely Chris Paul gone, DeAndre Ayton gone. What is their real value? How do what they put on the floor most recently, how is that value to other teams in terms of bringing stuff in? Now, Phoenix doesn't need a superstar, but there are still pieces that they're going to need to put together. And I, I don't I don't know what Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton provide. On top of the fact that Kevin Durant now is at the part of, point of his career where he can't stay healthy. So now you've got questions about Durant's health. Durant is not like LeBron James. He's going to be 35. Uh, uh, Durant's going to be 35. So you, you look at the injuries, you look at where he is, plus he's a guy who scores. LeBron's doing it in a remarkable clip at his age. But LeBron does a lot of other things. Well, but that but that was the point, right? Yeah. With no Chris Paul there to help facilitate, who does? Right? <laughs> Devin Booker is a career 4.7 assists per game guy. And and yes, Durant can move the ball a little bit, but you don't have someone that takes over and and runs the show. And it owes back to Durant and his time in Golden State. Yeah, he was the guy that won the MVPs. But look at what was built. Look at the infrastructure around him. With Phoenix, you're starting from scratch with veteran players, guys long in the tooth, as you mentioned, injury riddled. Mm-hmm. That's what we saw this year, right? Every one of those guys missed time with injury during the year. Hell, Kevin Durant got hurt in the warm-up layup line yes. before he made his debut. So, I mean, you've got all that, and then you, you're banking on that not only to get you through whatever, because you only need to be, as we're seeing, you only need to just get into the dance, which is something we've always talked about as, hey, we just need to get on the board and be healthy and right, and that's part of the testament of what we've got from the Lakers to a degree. There's there's more, and it's more nuanced. But AD and LeBron healthy, you always have a puncher's chance. In Phoenix, do you ever feel like you're going to be able to go not only a regular season, but then a full three months of a playoff se- season? No. Because it is a season with that group assembled and 
now now you're in a Correct. situation you, you can't reload are you going to who's who's coming there on the cheap to play with these guys yeah. is the other side right cuz you need to round out a bench and if you're going to get rid of Chris Paul what are you getting for him what are you getting for DeAndre Ayton yeah a guy no who's idea. been questioned have... for his health for his attitude and for his ability to stay on the court and and I'll also say this and, and I know Russell Westbrook's not the greatest example but you know, the, the Lakers did swing and miss in bringing in guys. And sure. this core that they've now got in and guys that they've brought in and kept uh, have worked out. Like, this is, is worked out. So it's not as easy as the Lakers are making it look and formulating a team and getting a team to give you certain pieces. Like, you have to hit on that. And time is running out with Phoenix when it comes to Durant. And the whole other conversation that we aren't having, Mike, and maybe it's because Miami makes a run to the Eastern Conference Finals and uh, the Lakers are a seventh seed in the Western Conference Finals, is when you look at the West, you think Sacramento's going to go anywhere? If Denver ends up breaking through, you think that they're just going to you know, wilt anymore? Well, just paid those guys. They're the, all there. That core is set. That that Yeah, that West is, I mean, there's going to be changes in Golden State. We know that. And who knows what's going to happen with the Lakers. But my goodness, like that's it's tough to navigate. And so the teams that you okay when the Warriors runs over, then we'll make our push. And now you got to deal with Denver. Now you got to deal with Sacramento, Memphis. Whole other story. <laughs> we, we'll get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we, we've got uh, yeah a morning. But yeah, the West sure. is yeah. It's not. It's not going to be easy. Curiosity. I, I, it was funny because one of the uh, not funny. I hate when people lose their jobs. But you know, part of the job here is to talk about these circumstances and what could facilitate change and how it goes. Uh, One of the first notes was that a couple of scouts had been let go uh, in Phoenix. And I have no doubt that watching, they were sitting around watching Austin Reeves play when part of that came up. It's like, why why don't we have any guys that come popping out of the weeds like this guy? Why is every team finding this guy to be the third guy on a given night and give the stars some help. So curiosities uh, as we flow flow through, but it was not a surprise. No show effort, no accountability from anybody uh, hitting the podium or ducking it uh, in Phoenix. So they move on. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon here live from the Tyrac.com studios. Now let's turn it over to Isaac Lowenkron. Get an update on what's going on in our sporting universe. Good morning, fellas. Here are the top three trending topics right now oh on Twitter. That's never a good sign at 639 on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Number 939 one. Eastern. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 739 Mountain. Probably not a great thing uh, uh, at 939 Eastern for numbers two and three. The number one trending topic on Twitter Mom. Mother's Day. Yes, there, it is. there you go. All right. Is that sponsored? Uh, not yet. If only it stopped there, because the numbers two and three trending topics on Twitter. I feel Twitter, like this is match game seventy four. I know, you know, where like you go around and blank. number two, like <laughs> this. <laughs> number two trending topic, Jaw Morant. Number three trending topic. Jaw Wick. Oh, oh, no. Again? It is all due to the spread of a video from an Instagram live stream by one of Morant's friends in which a person who appears to be Morant is shown in the passenger seat of a car briefly brandishing what appears to be a gun. It is unclear when the video was originally live streamed. Two months ago, Morant was suspended after live streaming himself on his own Instagram account brandishing a gun at a Denver area 
club. Elsewhere, much like with Nikola Jokic, new Phoenix Suns owner Matt Ishbia is not giving Monty Williams the ball back either. On Saturday night, Ishbia fired his highly regarded head coach just two seasons removed from an NBA Finals appearance. ESPN reports Ishbia decided to fire Williams immediately after Thursday night's season-ending loss to Denver in Game 6 of the West Semis and had general manager James Jones call Williams on Saturday night to deliver the bad news. Classy. Anyway, today at 3.30 Eastern, Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals with the Boston Celtics hosting the Philadelphia 76ers in Game 6 of the NHL's Western Conference Semifinals Saturday night. The Seattle Kraken defeated the Dallas Stars 6-3 to force a Game 7. Fellas, all yours. Appreciate you, Ilo. At Isaac Lonecrow, where you find him, he had another heartbreaking uh, call for Angel City uh, yesterday. A tough one that went against the squad. Uh, And I applaud him being being the newsman that he is, that he didn't go uh, for the obvious uh, Monty jokes in the game show department, as we were talking about Gene Rayburn and the match game uh, just moments before that. Uh, but yes, we do need to dive into this John Morant story uh, in earnest, Dan. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, it Man. IG Live, it's trending everywhere, uh, as Isaac said. Happy Mother's Day. That's the positive side, uh, but now we've got to go into this world uh, of sports that, unfortunately, uh, we we take one of the game's young superstars, and once again, an investigation will be opened by the league. We'll talk about it coming up next here on Fox Sports Sunday. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, welcome back in Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you here at Dan Byer on Fox, where you find him on Twitter. Byer Talk. Yes, I'm slow to the game. But. Yeah, mine too. Harmon rants. I, I'll, I'll probably uh, scream about something here momentarily because we got plenty on the board here. And obviously, you got to do the Happy Mother's Day uh, kind yes. of rants out My there. My mom is listening. So, again, Hi, Happy Mother's Day to, to her, miss her lover. So. She was just here. She yeah, was. You, know, you had a good, good run, and, and then you realized how much... Uh, you know, that extra set of hands helps <laughs> day-to-day Ain't that the truth? No that the truth? question about it. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up in 10 minutes from now, uh, both Dan and I spotlight one huge problem with the NFL schedule release. It was a report that came out after that. That, you know, initial, you know, rush of adrenaline that everybody got for the ordering of the 272 games. We'll do that in 10 minutes. It also just signals another another bat signal that maybe the NFL isn't as great as you think it is. I know that's blasphemous to say, Mike, but there are there are reasons where if you just look a little bit closer, um, 
there are issues. Can you can you sing a few bars of "Dig a Little Deeper" from Princess and the Frog yet? <laughs> no, I, no. We're still we're still getting you into the yeah. uh, Disney cartoons. Uh, there's one for uh, playing later on. Uh, we have a story. I, Isaac uh, alluded to it that is starting to gain traction in a big way. Uh, John Morant, who we know over the course of the season had a number of incidents uh, raised, you know, a fight over a pickup game. Uh, a, having a gun in a club. Well, now there's a video that's making the round, trying to figure out dates and timelines and everything else. It seemed as if he had found his peace as he exited. Remember when the uh, Grizzlies were dismissed from the playoffs I, and, and he was singing the na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye. He did the speaking points in his exit saying, hey, I cost us. I've got to be better. I've got to learn. Well, now we've got this short video that went to an IG Live account. It's all a uh, joke. Of him holding a gun and that's screenshotted. You see it. It's quickly, but it's a guy that the world is there. Right, he's one of the most exciting players we have in this game. The world is is at your feet and showing that even with all of that, people are still gonna make bad decisions. I had so many issues and I didn't believe John Morant for one second that he was a changed person. Uh, I, and not for one second. And it's why Jalen Rose's interview, and then Jalen Rose trying to stand up for himself for the questions he asked. It was propaganda. It was an absolute joke. You don't go uh, to therapy for what fourteen hours? Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or a couple of days and come back and feel that, that you're better. No matter what issues you have, whether it be with uh, substance abuse, uh, you know, emotional distress, it does not change that. And that narrative of him being away, he what, missed eight games total? Was that what it was? He was away from the team About for a week and a yeah, half, two weeks. Six games yeah. and then ends up coming back and everything is all right. That, that That's a joke. He didn't learn anything. Like And, and obviously with this video – it didn't learn every, any, anything. This is a this was a live video from yesterday, and obviously the screen grab shows John Moran, but you can't see it really with the naked eye when you're watching the video. But this is uh, this I I hate feeling vindicated, Mike, because this isn't a good. This isn't a, a guess what I picked the winner of the Super Bowl sort of thing. John Morant did not change one bit for what happened in the latter part of this year. And for anybody that said that he did or could understand for his words or could, I mean, there was such an NBA car wash sort of interview of, of mm-hmm. him meeting with Adam Silver. And then two hours later, you're meeting with ESPN. It's this whole product and making it look good and clean. What an absolute joke. If I'm Adam Silver, you have to lay the hammer down when it comes to some sort of punishment from this, because nothing, absolutely nothing was learned from John Morant. Well, I would say this, if history tells us anything that ain't coming from Adam Silver until the courts get involved or there's something where there is a a criminal element to it. And even then, we watched those complaints kind of got pushed away uh, that we've had from John Moran. He made Adam Silver look like a fool. And and Adam Silver has at times done enough for himself to to look ridiculous. But now for John Moran, so I never bought any of it. Didn't didn't buy one. There was nothing that happened, Mike, was a true penalty to John Morant, except maybe missing a few game checks. That was it. Well, but that's it. You you had the hope that you figure it out, that someone in your circle, your family, makes you understand how much there is to lose. And I'm not just talking from the dollars and cents. 
Let's talk about from your life, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That you'd realize that you're running down a bad path. Clearly, no lessons learned here. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon. Coming up next, why is Ohio the focal point of our angst in scheduling 2023? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Greetings and welcome in. Happy Mother's Day, wherever you may be, however you may be celebrating. I I get it. Not everybody's got the greatest of relationships in every permutation of your lives, but someone in your life has helped make you who you are today. So, you know, reach out, show out, show a little bit of love along the way. Hi, Mom, down in Florida. Hi, Dan's mom back in Wisconsin. Uh, And to all those others listening, we raise our uh, coffee cups. Mine literal. It's a little foam cup, but we'll get a larger one as the day goes on. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We've got donuts via Dan Byer, employee of the month. I mean, has the sign gone up yet? <laughs> no, and there will not be because I that was you guys because I was the one taking them down and then there was tape stuck to windows oh. and glass. No signs, please. No signs. I'm the guy that had to clean it up because they stood up there and then you take off the sign and then the tape stays and then now you're scrapping. Now you're scraping. We just need better tape products. <laughs> That's or worse tape. One of the something two. of yeah. that. Something of that <laughs> nature. Either way. So uh, we've got that. It was a nice pick me up. Uh, certainly the sugar and uh, you know what it get, what it does to stimulate the brain. Uh, not uh, unnoticed by the crew. So appreciate that. Um, you also hit the flowers. I saw that over at the Whole Foods down the street. They uh, they were up and getting ready and mobilizing. When I came in about five o'clock this morning, yeah, I just I I paid. You mentioned the the price hike; it's double. Yeah, it's double. Pay the piper. Yes. I mean, I, look, it, it is what it is, you know. And if you go and and you haven't bought the greeting cards yet, because for some folks that's important. Like for my mom, the greeting card is is key. So you've got to either design your own. And my kids are older now, 
So saying, hey, draw grandma a card gets met with a, yeah, I get there. Because <laughs> when they want, when they sit down to actually do a project like that, it's on their tablets and it's going to take a while. Yes. Like my older daughter is a perfectionist when it comes down to you. Like, I got to make sure the, the shades are right and I've got the right proper layering and all of these things. I'm like, can we just, can we just get something together? It'd be great. One of my favorite things of being a new dad, uh, our boy just turned two recently, is now he's into the to the drawing, the painting, and and playing with markers and pens. A lot so, of tie dye shirts or quasi tie dye <laughs> shirts coming for uh, Dan Byer so because of the smeared paint. When you put a card in front of him, he goes to town. Just wants to go to town. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So like I like seeing that because originally it was a little difficult. Now there is no there's no letters. There are no letters that are actually written, but there are markings and. I <laughs> uh, just get the ink pad. Yeah, that's all it is. Slam the hand, what, hand down and go to work. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea as well. But may, maybe for the next time. But yeah, he goes to town now when you put a pen in his hand. So however you're commemorating today, two from services out walking the dog, sitting around having a cup of coffee, reading uh, the vestiges of the newspaper industry, or uh, online perhaps the same way, playing a game of solitaire, uh, all of those things. We appreciate you uh, being part of our extended family here at Fox Sports Radio on the highways and byways of life. The, uh, the, I'm sorry, Sam just went and grabbed uh, uh, a little uh, enjoyment of the donut. There's nobody so. that enjoys free stuff more than our guy, Iowa Sam. <laughs> he was, He's I, in for Mark. I Mark thought, gave us the first hour. I, well, Isaac, uh, of course. But since he can't do a sign, I don't know what he's going to do with himself. I apologize for being distracted. I thought there was something that he was showing. No, and no, I'm no. like, and then, and then I saw the delicious goodness in his hand. So that's he probably shove another one in his pocket. <laughs> that's so, all right. That's you know, all right. You gotta gotta double fist the donuts because look, it's the old rule that we had in our house. Mom would make dinner, and and you know they as you, as you're doing grocery shopping, sometimes the numbers don't quite add up of how many people are around yes. or what's in a package versus the number of people at the table. You know, in our thing, it was always um, don't be shy. Because what what's there is there, uh, and if you didn't get second, your fork wasn't fast enough. There is a great I, there I, is a great feeling when everybody is full and there are no leftovers. Like you like you hit the number, your guess was correct. It's a different feeling when there are too many leftovers as opposed to not enough for everyone. Uh, not enough for everyone. I just I, I feel is just an absolute fail. Throw out the extra stuff. If I mean, if just order more. Just err on the safe side that's yeah. what i say yeah my dad was always uh, never be ashamed to pile it on but when he would grill out you'd have food for a couple days yes because uh, you didn't want to cook again <laughs> and, and as a guy who does most of the cooking another uh, point. Around, yeah after a while it's like nah, it's friday i don't want to order out but damn it i, I don't want to be in the kitchen again and i, I think a lot of folks can empathize with this and on, on a mother's day you know what help mom out Grandma out, auntie out, aunt out, like however we're pronouncing the the different terms, whatever those people are in your lives, you know, get the get just get the order in because it's going to take a little while longer, no matter where you're going on a Sunday. I get the sense that on Mother's Day it's like take mom out. On Father's Day it's let dad cook. Well, I mean, it's better than right? Russ uh, did last That's year. Fair enough. Fair Sorry, enough. I, I had to take the swipe because he was front and center uh, alongside Sean Payton for uh, a Nuggets game the other day. Uh, so plenty of time uh, to look into the rise and fall of the Denver Broncos 2023. Uh, schedule release was this week, Dan. 
and a lot made on it. People uh, in local markets, no doubt, going game by game, painstakingly through home road splits and and all that. To me, it's it's fine. Don't get me wrong. It's I actually understand it more in local markets. Yes, hundred percent. Than than on a broader scale. Yeah, for me, but. the the big moment though was uh, finding out, and uh, a number of our, our brethren here at Fox Sports Radio do work. Uh, for the radio broadcasts of the Los Angeles Chargers, including my executive producer uh, on my show with Jason Smith. And I've been, I can't get any information out of them. Like, I don't ask about injuries or anything like that. But I'm like, because they were really good. And this goes, you know, team to team. And a lot of celebration about schedule release videos. And the Chargers for the second straight year had their anime that mm-hmm. went over gangbusters. And if you if you haven't seen it, go find it. We'll retweet it out here at Swollen Dome. There's, but you have to freeze frame it for every game because there's a lot going on in the yes. imaging that they did. Yes, but also, it's, I mean, the the Titans are the ones who brought home the gold. Oh, that was that was of, as good as it gets. They came out of nowhere. Now you're just wondering. Some teams actually did the same thing. Not that they stole each other's ideas, but we're on the same page. I just wonder when that jumps the shark a little bit. Because everybody's trying to get in, and let's be honest, if everybody's doing it, that means that there's going to be a really awesome idea, but there also is going to be an idea that should be ranked 32nd to the league. Well, I I think when we we also get down to it, brass tacks, we work in in radio, and and depending on your perspective, I I certainly see revenue numbers, so anybody telling me that stuff is quote-unquote dying, a bunch of dopes that aren't going any, digging any deeper, but... You're also looking at how cost-effective the thing the Titans did was. Yes. Right. Yes. And then what did you have here? I've got my phone. Let's hold up some graphics that we printed out on. Even if it's company ink, what what are we talking about? Three bucks um, maximum for the paper and ink. And here's someone's phone and a little stick mic or yeah, whatever we great. got. Done. Quick edit. Put it together. No time invested at all. And so when we're talking about budgetary constraints on different things, I mean, this this costs you nothing. There's, there's a lot with the schedule release, but what I took from this is actually what came out after the fact. And we had the matchups, and I made predictions, got opening night wrong, got the two Thanksgiving Day games wrong. But I think I did say you'd have Chiefs-Jets on Sunday Night Football, which wasn't a big deal. That was we kind of figured it would be hey mahomes man, you Rogers. Got, you got to take some some chalk where I'll, you can. I'll, I'll, I, let's, I can. Let's do – I want to do the Ohio bit, and yeah. I want to give that its full full voice. I was, but looking at the clock, the opening night choice to have the Detroit Lions. Yes. Inspired, a curious – Dan Campbell gets to bite knees on opening night. I uh, the reason why I think we have the Lions is because I think that the NFL did not want to give preferential treatment to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I feel that opening night and if you look back historically, home teams in the 21 kickoff games that we've had Mike on Thursday night, home teams have a record of 16 and 5. And Prior to last year, it was 16-4. and four. Buffalo went to L.A., beat the Rams. It was one of the five times where the road team won. I, I felt that the NFL said to themselves, and they had a different explanation. Their explanation was, because you picked the Dolphins, I picked the Bengals for what we thought opening night was. They felt that those games were better served, same thing with their Bills matchup, later on in the season when they would affect the standings and would do better for ratings. 
That is that is true. Like the opening night game is going to rate no matter what. It's first game of the year. It's going to rate whether you have the Bills, Dolphins, or in this case the Lions. Understood. But what I think really happened, Mike, was the uproar with the Demar Hamlin game that was not rescheduled, and then the we're going to play at a neutral site. So Kansas City wouldn't have to go to Buffalo if Buffalo ended up winning their right. final game. And I felt that there there were a lot of people that felt the Chiefs were getting the benefit of the doubt. Now, Cincinnati went to Buffalo, ruined any chance of a neutral right. field. Maybe the Chiefs would have done the same. But I think that the NFL was like, we can't put Cincinnati, Buffalo, or even Miami for that matter, because of the stakes because of what is at stake, and it is home field, it is that number one seed. And to play that first game of the year, I think that they didn't want a, they didn't want the appearance that Kansas City was being favored again. And so guess what? Let's do a cross conference, the least appealing. It wasn't even the best uh, cross conference game, right. Mike. You could put the Eagles in a Super Bowl rematch, but... That's why I think that we got Lions Chiefs. That was my opinion. I think that the NFL wanted to show, hey, we're not favoring Kansas City, so let's just put the Lions in. They're a nice, a nice story. They are a great story. I don't think that they're opening night worthy. But but that's but that's the larger thing, right? Yeah. Is trying to determine all of these because let's face it, you're going to watch the if you watch the NFL, you're watching regardless out of the jump. So whenever we have like the first two or three weeks where it's all these matches, like look how great the matchups are right out of the gate. It's like. We don't need that. It's the NFL. Yes. We don't need that at any point. People are going to watch. Like I thought for the purpose of we're talking teams at full strength and jumping into a new year. That's why you had Cincinnati, lots of storylines, lots of mm-hmm. angles. For me, it was Miami, and it's not to be crude about the health of Tuatunga Vailoa. I'm just being a realist Yes, of coming in week one. This is a team that... We've done this with the NBA for how many years? If they're healthy, dot, 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 the roster looks like this. And here we have week one with the Dolphins that we do this. Because we have all these other asinine scenarios, as we'll break down, where we've got the, all right, let's play the same team twice in a three-week period down the stretch. Like, Hell knows. Like those are all those division games in December to me are always just maddening. Yeah, I know they have weight, and we're looking at the playoff product, whatever. It's like... But you get some teams have four of those in the first six weeks, and then you get other teams that are backloaded, and then it's the war of attrition. Like there's no metering out to make it make sense. Week four is like the sweet spot because I think that's when Chiefs Jets actually takes place. Yes, it's when Tom Brady uh, went back to uh, Foxborough as a member of the Buccaneers. They did it in week four. You get that a lot. Last year, remember when Russell Wilson went back to Seattle? It was week one. Yeah. Do you want to know why it was week one? Because the NFL didn't want to risk for what they thought the Seahawks would be 0-3 entering that game. 100%. Yeah. And that Russell Wilson, um, you know, barring injury, that's why they're like, we need to get this in a primetime spot. Let's get it out of the way. Move it. Week one. <laughs> Let's do it. Because they thought the Seahawks were going to stink. And to the point of what you're saying of, you know, why you picked two in the Dolphins, if he's knocked out... Yeah, the Dolphins are going to have some. They're going to have some troubles. They may have troubles anyway. But yeah, those are the reasons why they they did it. Um, why they didn't pick those teams, or but why you would put that in week one to try to avoid those scenarios. I just, I, I, I also actually think it's a bad spot for Detroit 
It's the second straight game that the NFL has put them in a bad spot. Even though they won in Green Bay, I don't think it was fair for them to have to go and play a night game at Lambeau. And they have the right attitude. Hey, we'll play anybody anywhere we want. But I thought it was an advantage for Green Bay. Green Bay didn't take advantage of it, and it wasn't an advantage. Detroit just beat them. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not a great spot for Detroit to you know, have to go and play under the lights in Kansas City on ring night. Again, 16-5 and five home teams are. Yeah, again, it goes back to respect – but respect and what it, what comes with it, right? Yep. The fact that the Lions can be considered for such purchases is a great thing. But we all know how uh, college homecomings work True. as well. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Arman. Hey, Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We'll do more on the schedule. Both of us keeping an eye on the aforementioned Bengals. They proposed something that I thought was absolute genius, and the NFL said, eh, eh, eh. We'll tell you what that is next here on Fox. Hey, welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Sunday here. Fox Sports Radio live from the Tyrac.com studios. Mike Arman, Dan Beyer with you here. The NFL schedule release, kind of a national holiday, kind of like today, Mother's Day. Uh, <laughs> maybe not the same cards yeah. and flowers. And Well, I, who are we kidding? My, my brothers were texting me, and this is a point I was getting to in the elongated lead-up earlier, was trying to get information out of Frostburg. I wasn't looking for any edges for any gambling. It's like literally I just wanted to help my brothers beat the other Chicagoans <laughs> that were going to book flights and hotels to come out here for when the Bears play the Chargers. So as soon as I got that information, within five minutes, I got a note from my younger brother. Hi, Brian. I know you're out there listening. Uh, I was like, yeah, flights, hotel are done. Like, just like Good that. Good job, like, Brian. So, but, I mean, that's Good work. one of the things of schedule release, why we had the international games, you know, and not that it was weeks in advance, but you had some inkling, you had local papers and whatever else that we started getting it. So it becomes a, yeah, a, a big expense kind of day in that regard of trying to figure out which road game you might pick. And Sunday night football, Mike, I mean, is like that's uh, – that's quite the billing. I, I can't remember a time when a team had the first overall pick, and I know they traded it away, but then was also put on Sunday Night Football on the original schedule. That is... Well, but also think of the number of big-time games the Bears are scheduled for, mm-hmm. which is it raises expectations, puts the spotlight on Justin Fields in a whole other way. Obviously, the market of Chicago, and you're hoping that there's... You know, if you're network executives, and again, in a, in a little bit of a different uh, way this year as to how uh, broadcasts are going to work, we don't have the traditional NFC, AFC, uh, his, as, as we have as historically. Much, yeah, as much before. I but, think- but the fact that they got as many big dates as they did, <laughs> even if a bunch of them could be flexed out on the back yeah. end, let's not be uh, coy about it, but just off the jump, because the Chargers were also on the list of most appearances as well they they had the chargers six six appearances in in primetime games i almost wonder if that was scheduled if they were like the chargers will probably be up uh 34 to 3 and then justin fields will have this amazing comeback and it'll make for great drama on sunday night trying to guess on how the game's going to play out you think they just watched the tape of what the jaguars did exactly exactly 
Uh, yeah, in theory, uh, they changed out their trainers and they brought in uh, Kellen Moore. So we'll see what flows there. More on the the Chargers and, and that uh, a little later on in the show, Dan. I know it's uh, something that stuck out quite a bit. But we look at the Cincinnati Bengals, and they were one of the candidates potentially to be in that opening slot team. We have great expectations for the offensive line, as as I am wont to do with almost every team is. I always want I want I always want a little bit more no matter how good they are except in Philly they got too many guys so you know the offensive and defensive lines they they seem to stockpile like they're Alabama and Georgia uh, but we look at the the Bengals and what's expected all the firepower Joe Burrow and they had based on a report offered to be the annual host or contributor at least to the Black Friday game as it was being introduced, which I've joked uh, like by by time, and there's a big promo running. Smith and I had a huge argument about it because he thinks it's a mistake to do this and to have this game. And I laughed, going, who's going to stores? Like Cyber Monday was a well, thing a decade and a half ago. Or if you're going to a store, guess what? They're doing midnight. They're doing 3 a.m. They're doing 4 a.m., whatever. By the time you'd actually play the game, unless it was overseas, People are back at yeah. their houses. Three o'clock Eastern. Right? The they're kick, back yeah. in their houses, and they're probably shopping online while they're watching. So I joke that by the third quarter, Al Michaels will be sending me a Vegematic. He will be selling me an air fryer or something. Hey, click the code below for twenty nine ninety nine. It's one of the uh, partner offers right now on Amazon Black Friday shopping. And, and I joke, but it's a great spot. Bengals, we know from a, a dollars and cents, we, we talk about cash poor teams and all in history has shown there, there's a lot of things that have been put into movies and television that are winks and nods to the way uh, that they've operated uh, in, in terms of well, frugality, to, to use the kind term on it. I like the idea of a, a team owning that day, just like we have the Lions and Cowboys every Thanksgiving that the Bengals could be the team that ushers in. Because, look, they, they might be willing to pay for that spot, right, to be part of that game. So now we're talking about reinvesting in the product and you have a bidding war for for those types of games. I think there's a lot to it. There's a much bigger issue at hand, and it is the NFL going away for, from stuff that is natural and organic for their own commercial and monetary benefit. And honestly, it's it's the NFL is such a cash cow. TV ratings through the roof. But Mike, there are times when it it gets too much for me. The NFL has their schedules. They've got you know, it was it was great when we would see the military stuff that they do in November. Mm-hmm. And and that has always been something. But guess what? The NFL, all of our camouflage gear is now going to come out. We're going to sell that. We're going to cash in on that. Their October is their cancer awareness mm-hmm. month. It used to be breast cancer. Now they do all cancers. Guess what? Buy the new buy the new Bengals hat online with all the – because this is what the coaches are going to wear. They monetize everything. Different and, colors and – Yes, yes. And emblems, et when, Even when, like, good is being done, they still find a way to cash in. And this is what bothers me so much about this situation. They should have allowed the Cincinnati Bengals to host Black Friday. They should have allowed the Bengals to have that as a tradition. This organization, pre-Joe Burrow, 
Mike, has been one of the laughing stocks of the league. You want to talk about teams that are nondescript. The only thing that you could describe the Bengals were basically as losers for how long, even when they would make the playoffs, they wouldn't win a game. Mm-hmm. Like that that's that's what you had. So in one of your franchises of the 32, you could carve out your spot like the Lions. But here the NFL says, nah, you know what? We're going to give it to the Dolphins and Jets because we just think that game in New York and and all the shopping and the market. To your point, everybody's shopping online now. And who cares if people are shopping in New York? Guess what? They're shopping in Chicago. They're shopping in L.A. Guess what? They're shopping in Cincinnati as well. And this is this was an opportunity for them to connect. Hey, who are the Bengals playing on Black Friday? Just like we say, who are the Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving? Who are the Lions playing on Thanksgiving? You would have a decade of Joe Burrow being your quarterback on Black Friday. That's a pretty good thing. And the city of Cincinnati, by the way, has been screwed by Major League Baseball because the Reds were always the team to play the first opening day mm-hmm. game, have your opening day parade. Now we're opening up on a Thursday. Uh, now they're they're... You know, previously there were Sunday night games. Like they've taken away that. The NFL could have came in and said, "You know what? This is for you, Cincinnati. This is for you, Cincinnati Bengals. Feel free." And guess what? You could have had great matchups, Mike. You could have put Aaron Rodgers in Cincinnati if they played. You could have done a lot of different things. But for the Bengals to be like, "Yeah, we want to do this," and the NFL to be like, "No." We're we're okay. We're gonna we're gonna try to figure out. People like to shop in New York, so we're gonna play the game in New York. Bull crap. You had Aaron Rodgers in the game. That's why you did it. It is such a missed opportunity. And for as great as the NFL can be, and for how much we love fantasy and how much we love betting on games, at times the NFL could just kind of be so commercial and just so blah. And and I know they want parody. And that a lot of times, Mike, we've seen mediocre games and we've seen mediocre product. Here's another example of where they could take advantage of of a team wanting to do something and ready to embrace it. And they say, now we've got our own better way. It's the same thing with the schedule. We know 14 of the 17 opponents that your Bears, my Seahawks, and every other NFL team will play next season. There is no surprise except for the three unknown opponents, depending on standings. You and I have talked about how the Giants and Jets should play every single year. Rams and Chargers should play every single year. But the NFL is like, oh, I can't do that. Unevil scheduling. Bull crap. Put something natural. Put something organic into it. And that's what they, they took away from the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's a shame. Well, it's just funny because we, we have the argument every year talking about tradition and sport. You had an opportunity to create another one. Yes. Right? Because folks that want the Lions, and maybe they don't anymore because the Lions are, are fun and on the up up upswing in terms of Campbell and the personnel that you've brought in. Maybe, maybe that dies down a little bit this year. But what have we heard forever? Get them off of the day. Get them off of Thanksgiving. Get the Cowboys out of there. Cycle it out. I don't like the fact that they're all division games. I know it's a short week, but we, we talk about maximizing your television schedule. You're doing it for Black Friday with the Jets uh, and Dolphins. Uh, have them play non-division opponents. Let's let's get a little wild on, on a Thursday when everybody can sit around and watch. But I get it. Short, shorter prep, knowledge, familiarity, all of that in division. But where you can create the a new tradition and have it start out. Look, we don't know how long this is going to last. You referenced the other, the old Bengals. 
because Marvin Lewis had how many bites at the apple? They never broke through. But look at some of those iconic players. They had some great roster. Yes. Teammate here, TJ Hushmanzad alongside Chad Johnson slash Ocho Cinco, Carson Palmer is a trigger man. Rudy Johnson was a beast for a while. Cedric Benson had a couple of good years. Corey Dillon going back a little ways. I mean, you had a bunch of players that were having T.O. for that one year. Uh, you had a bunch of guys that were able to come in and put up big numbers, and they were exciting from a fantasy perspective, yeah. and and certainly you were watching for highlights on Sundays. Here's an opportunity to to do something big. Look, I'm, I'm all about get in and sell, sell, sell. Right? If the market's commanding more and they want more product, you give them as much product as you can. Whenever I hear the players bellyache about it, because we'll get into that a little bit, Minka Fitzpatrick and other about scheduling, you, you guys you guys collectively bargained all these things well, I, so there's only so much you can complain about yeah i the the funny the funny thing about this is the nfl also trying to make us believe that by week 13 or whenever whenever that week is the the point of aaron Rodgers being a jet is still going to be fresh that's true too like no, well, we've seen him just play eleven games. So, like him playing on Black Friday is not going to be something where it's like, oh my goodness, I have to go. This is going to be the game they turn the corner, yeah, Dan. Yeah, like, this like is, he's now known these guys for ten weeks. I get it, Monday Night Football for sure. The Chiefs game early in the season. All right, got it. But at this point of the season, we have now become accustomed to Aaron Rodgers being a Jet. To your point about Tua, you know, we don't know the health of him. We don't know the health of anybody. And sure, you could say, well, Joe Burrow could get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. But the Bengals could embrace it. It could be that sort of thing. You could have really given them, you know, a reason, you know, to put some value into into the franchise. And again, with Joe Burrow as your quarterback, if they were the ones to host it, you got at least a decade of, of having a star player in that game. Likely, contracts obviously need to be sorted sure. out but that's you know like you aren't taking a risk there and i just i feel i i i feel bad for cincinnati because it would have been an opportunity and instead it's the nfl's marketing arm being like you know we we've got this we'll do the, we'll do the new york market please do something for cincinnati yeah, I don't really care about Cincinnati. Uh, just the, the idea, but, no, but, 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 the, but the, the idea uh, of a team having that, yeah, the, having the uh, being forth with uh, forthright and coming forward and saying, "Here's a proposal of how we can own this." I would have loved to see the PowerPoint presentation. The the NFL has 32 teams, and there are fans of all those teams across the country. But we know the Cowboys, we know the Packers, we know the Steelers, we know those fan bases are huge. The Bengals were in a group prior to Joe Burrow of just also rans in the NFL. That's who they were. They were in that group with the Titans. They were in that group with the Texans, teams that you're just kind of like whatever about. Sorry, they were. And now they've got a superstar quarterback, and you, you could put some cachet on it. You could put some value to it as well. You could put some value to Cincinnati. Because it isn't just a Cincinnati thing. It's also those other teams that were also trying to find their place and maybe want a bigger piece of the pie in the NFL than some of these fan bases. And the NFL doesn't allow you to do it. Let's just give it to the Jets because they're in New York. Stupid. Well, Jason Smith's happy. So I'll have to hear about that for 11 <laughs> weeks. You know what's fortunate, though? I probably won't work uh, Black Friday. I'll probably be at home. Watching the game, good for you. While cooking a turkey, or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll maybe I'll show up to scream about them on Friday <laughs> night. Well, we'll see. That's, that's months down. Yeah. Well, that's it. Months. A uh, nice turkey sandwich with a moist maker, like uh, was stolen all those years ago on Friends. See, we uh, leave no pop culture 
uh, stone unturned. As we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios, yeah, get the smaller markets involved, whether it's Cincinnati or somebody else. Seemed like a, a missed opportunity. Instead, Jets, Jets. Jets and more Jets. Here's a guy with an update on the Sporting Universe, which I I defy him. Uh, I order him not to. Uh, no Jets talk. It's Isaac Lowenkraut. Oh, no worries. I can only imagine what you're going through, Mike, and what you will be going through five days a week until early January. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? I have gotten a blessing, though. He was off on Friday, so we didn't have to do any uh, right. Knicks Memorial and the Mets steak. So we're other than making like one line jokes at them, we're not really talking about them. The, the calm before the proverbial storm. Yeah, speaking so enjoying this time. Speaking of storms, there's one brewing because Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant is trending right now due to the spread of a video from an Instagram live stream by one of Morant's friends, in which a person who appears to be Morant is shown in the passenger seat of a car, briefly brandishing what appears to be a gun. It's unclear when the video was originally live-streamed. Remember, two months ago, Morant was suspended after live-streaming himself on his own Instagram account, brandishing a gun at a gentleman's club. By the way, related terms also trending right now. Jaw Wick, damn Jaw, and oddly enough, David Stern, even though former Commissioner Stern departed us some three years ago. On Saturday night, new Phoenix Suns owner Matt Ishbia fired highly regarded head coach Monty Williams just two seasons after the Suns made an NBA Finals appearance. Phoenix was eliminated this time around from the Western Conference Semifinals this past Thursday by Denver. Coming up at 3.30 Eastern today, Game 7 of the East Semifinals with the Boston Celtics hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Game 6 of the NHL's Western Conference Semifinals Saturday night saw the Seattle Kraken defeat the Dallas Stars 6-2 to three to force a game seven. I would bet that reporters covering the NHL playoffs might be silently rooting for Seattle because during the intermissions in the Seattle press box, they served sushi. That's pretty good from a media standpoint. Back to you guys. Media sushi. Oh, Sometimes you know what? Okay. Yeah, on second thought. <laughs> you know what? I'll, uh, <laughs> yummy. Was it from one of those all-you-can-eat sushi places? Some of my favorite places in the world. That's true. Every once in a while, I'm willing to roll the dice. Yeah. (laughs) I covered an NBA Finals in Boston, and the Celtics had lobster once. Really? Well, I mean, it is, I mean, probably (laughs) far more affordable there than the normal market. Actual lobster in the media dining is pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, as you get older, I mean, perhaps that's not the uh, delicacy that it, as as kids, you were taught that lobster was this big, rare Red Lobster. Thing. My goodness. Yes. I think I went there maybe be. twice in my life. The big <laughs> thing for us was, uh, you know, and, and we didn't eat out very often growing up, but once we, we did and you're into the dating years and, and going out, Olive Garden was a big deal. Sure. In our neighborhood down by us. Uh, and let's face it, I'm a, I'm a kid from the south side of Chicago. Nobody could take down unlimited breadsticks like this kid. <laughs> Give me a little bit of that uh, marinara sauce or a little uh, just olive Nothing oil on the side. That. that was it. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, memories take you down uh, memory lane here. Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer. Hey, coming up next, we talk a lot about the schedule. We'll get, we've got more uh, as the show develops. But 
One guy that may not have to be considered at all because of a, a piece of news that came out might not be available to be a quarterback. And no, it's not because he's joining us on the media side of things. Who is it and what are we talking about? We'll do it next year on Fox. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday live from the Tyrac.com studios. Audible because I... Uh, I did the wrong tease because, you know, it's one of those mornings. Sugar hasn't quite uh, percolated through the body Here's my question. quite so well. Did you put Venus and Serena's dad in the starting lineup for the Celtics like I did uh, about Only on a video ago. game. <laughs> Mike Harmon, Dan Pyre with you here. Uh, Fox Sports Radio's Fox Sports Sunday here on a beautiful Mother's Day. And now, you know what? Maybe, maybe your Mother's Day celebration. The family is together. Let's get the Fox family together and play the feud as we do every Sunday morning. He's Mike Harmon. Ethan Miller, Iowa Sam, Isaac Lohenkron make up the Fox family. Top 10 answers on the board this Mother's Day morning. No mom theme, but we continue with the NFL schedule theme. Three strikes, a pass is available if you don't know it. The, the answer, we will uh, reveal one, and you could just move along. But once the pass is used, no one else can use it. All right, I mentioned top 10 answers on the board. I want to know the NFL teams who were given two or less primetime games in the NFL schedule. Two or less primetime games in the NFL schedule. Just because you play on Thanksgiving during the day doesn't mean it's primetime. That's a caveat for any of the games that may kick off in daylight. We're talking primetime games. Mike Harmon, we start with you. Ten NFL teams were given two or less. Who's one of them? couple of top picks in the draft but no primetime games the houston texans show me the houston texans yeah they got the big goose egg despite having cj stroud and will anderson being drafted over to ethan miller our executive producer give me the arizona cardinals arizona cardinals we don't even know when kyler murray's going to return show me the cardinals also a goose egg next to arizona no primetime games for the Cardinals, Iowa Sam. Uh, let's try Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They were a playoff team. Is it Jacksonville getting two or less? No, it is oh. not. That is not the case. Oh. Over to Isaac Lohenkron. Jacksonville, by the way, three primetime games for 2023. Sorry, Jim, but I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Dolt. I mean Colts. Oh, that's, that's Colt. Show me the Colts. I meant to have a pun on cold. Isaac. I got it. it. I thought it was very clever. The Owen Colts is actually a zero for the number of primetime games they have (laughs) in 2023. Back over to Mike Harmon. Three of the answers, seven remaining here on the feud. Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save at Progressive.com. How about the Atlanta Falcons? The Falcons. The Dirty Birds. Will you see them on primetime? Show me Atlanta. There they are, the Falcons, the other team. We got all four of the teams that will not appear. We got rid of them. Yes. No, very good. Over to Ethan Woo! Miller. <laughs> uh. All right. Give me the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders. Uh, not a lot of people want to watch them. I know, the I know that I have to at least one game. Commanders. Just one. They have one primetime game. 
I it, it was so memorable. I actually looked it up and have completely forgotten which one it was. It's the Bears. Yes. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. So I knew they had one. Wow. Because the Thanksgiving game against the Cowboys doesn't count. All right, Iowa Sam, over to you. We'll go with the Bears. Ah, uh, is it the Bears? <laughs> what? No. Showing he didn't listen. Oh, oh actually, four. no. He he would have been driving in. Four. Did I not? He was listening. Oh, okay. Four primetime games for the Bears. I two have two strikes. strikes. Uh, yes. Oh, I, uh, Isaac Lohenkron, can how you pick about, up for Iowa Sam? How about making up for the Breeze years, the New Orleans Saints? Ah, the Saints. They uh they they were primetime darlings. Is it the Saints? No, game Ooh. is over with only uh, five of the answers wow. and a pass still available. Uh, New we, England, uh, New England actually has four. They have four. Yes. Any any wow. other options? Lions? Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. There you go. The Lions have four, huh. so Tennessee only has two. Were there any playoff teams from last year that are on this list? No. Panthers? Uh, actually, yes, there were. Actually, there was one, but it's the Buccaneers. Yeah. Oh, Panthers, correct. So the five remaining that we missed, Buccaneers, Browns, Titans, Panthers, and the L.A. Rams. Wow. It makes you wonder whose L.A.'s team is. Chargers have six primetime games. Rams have two. How about that? Ram it all day. Ram it all night. At Dan Byer on Fox. At Byer Talk. Find me over at Harmon Rants on TikTok and uh, at Swollen Dome. And, and I think that's a nice jumping off point as we begin hour three. L.A.'s squad, 6v2 in prime time. Is it just because Justin Herbert is a fair-haired boy? We'll talk about it next year on Fox. Uh, greetings, welcome in a beautiful Fox Sports Sunday live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Happy Mother's Day to all of you commemorating out there. Uh, if mom's no longer uh, with you, our, our condolences, our good thoughts, try to find those happy memories. Memories, those happy spaces, uh, those traditions, whatever uh, you, you shared. Go see if you can push that forward. Maybe uh, serve in a capacity for someone today in their memory. Uh, but certainly raising the oversized coffee cup uh, that I forgot in the kitchen uh, to you this morning. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Beyer with you here. And there's a, there's a lot of roles that uh, that moms and you don't have to be an official mom mom to also be celebrated on uh, mother's day there are a lot of mother like figures in people's lives that can also be you know honored whether it be friends or aunts or cousins or or, or whatever just people you know that come into your life it can also be a tough day you know for for those that maybe you know maybe have lost a loved one you know maybe lost a mom you know within the last, you know, those first holiday sort of things. So the thoughts with everybody on this day. I miss my mom, uh, in as you mentioned earlier, in Wisconsin. Yours in Florida. I know you feel the same. So uh, um, and a way to celebrate, but also an emotion, emotional-filled day. Oh, there's no question about it. Like, you think back to all those we were talking about gluttonizing. Uh, in the box of donuts that you brought in from USA Donuts. USA! We had to do the chant. And once you get one or two of those in you and the sugar starts coursing through, yeah, let's go. USA! Exactly. It's a celebratory Sunday. And and certainly, you know, we understand not all relationships 100% in the positive. There's some 
trials, tribulations, and all of it, but uh, helps you to get to the point you are today and take the positives and, and try to spin it forward as you go through to and from services, walking the dog, going for a walk in the park. Everybody out and about. Uh, going to be a beautiful day here in Southern California. Hope it is wherever you may be as well. I am hoping for an Amazon truck to show up at my my mom and dad's place here. Uh, otherwise, I'm in trouble. There is, uh, <laughs> There will be many Amazon trucks. There's an Amazon distribution center about a mile from my house. Nice. And the gas station that is closest to it at times will have as many as 12 Amazon trucks filling up that? at the 16 pumps. It is it is absurd. It, it is crazy. So if you live near That's an Amazon good re- revenue stream, oh that, my uh, goodness! I I have a video on my phone that I could show you during the break of, and I could even put it up on social media. But just at times of how crazy it can be, just of these trucks filling up Amazon everywhere. I dig that. You did the uh, roadside flowers, uh, many many stores, <laughs> yes. uh, getting up bright and early here. I, and now that you now that I hear you say that, I feel a little. It's just the fact of the time that we were on. Like, so we're on the West Coast, so I'm driving in, and it's five thirty in the morning. Well, but but you're trying to be pragmatic about it too, right? Is like by the time we get out of here, traffic will have picked up. Being able to get back to your house, yeah. it's also I later. Stuff you're would trying be picked to get over. home. Yeah, yeah. Even at, even at ten over and 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 what have you, and and you'll have a lesser selection, and that's true. I mean, we were watching uh, as I sat at at the light, waiting for it to turn, just. Uh, off off the freeway here by by our studios, watching the guys from Whole Foods like racks upon racks sure. of flowers. That's five fifteen in the morning, readying, knowing that the the onslaught was going to begin. And let's face it, on the highways and byways of Los Angeles, and I, I gathered this would probably be almost any town USA. Uh, on a given Sunday, you've got all sorts of merch being sold on the roadside. I could buy. Uh, in in a three a series of three exits, I can go get teddy bears and glassware for any purpose. Uh, it's family show, so we'll just uh, nod and wink. You know <laughs> what that is? Um, teddy bears and all that stuff. Uh, the next place will have assorted fruits and vegetables, and then I've got the flower guy at the end. I mean, I I can do it just going down the highway. I can get whatever I need. Uh, I I don't have the meat purveyor, but if I go inwards uh, in inland, probably two or three blocks, I'm going to find someone uh, selling me some street meat. So, you know, I I can get whatever I need. You know, the bacon-wrapped hot dog uh, is ubiquitous here uh, in the city as you go out and about. So, and and then if you go anywhere near and, you know, not to, to get it down the deep, dark paths, I mean, you go anywhere near you know where you're commemorating people's lives i mean you've got a line of people willing to sell you anything yes any type of tchotchke along the way so however you're celebrating commemorating brunches lunches whatever at swollen dome let's be festive here uh on a beautiful day and if you've got ideas for other other folks out there uh who may have forgotten uh, or if you have a template for the card that they should uh, print out uh, and give to mom, grandma, whoever else, uh, we'd appreciate that too. Even if it's a two-year-old scribble that we can't read, uh, as Dan was alluding to a little bit earlier. Uh, we talked about the the schedule, and one of the last points as we finished the feud, and we failed miserably uh, at the feud uh, this time around. Well, about well, to be honest, Mike, you did fine. It was the rest of the Fox family that I'm a little disappointed in today. You know, Iowa Sam, you know, an Ofer today in the feud, you know, like, hey. 
He's had a rough morning. Yeah. You know You know what, though? He came in a little later as he relieved Mark to start our second hour of the program. Maybe the sugar from the donut hadn't kicked Maybe in Maybe he got the zero for the donut because it was like Ooh, in honor of the done. donut. That's uh, zero. Zero. <laughs> and, and it's funny because we started throwing out random guesses and I had what we're about to talk about written down and I didn't throw it out as a as a guess uh is the rams only have two primetime games for this year a lot of questions swirling here in los angeles it was a weird off season sean mcveigh is he coming back is he not and then he recommits and everybody like, yeah he's gonna be there for the long like, no 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 once you start it's just like a player once you start dipping your toe into the woulda coulda shoulda maybe doesn't mean he won't do a great job and that the rams may not achieve great heights again. I don't think anybody's banking on them for a, a giant Super Bowl run to Las Vegas, but the idea that they, they're just kind of kicked down of, ah, whatever. Matthew Stafford and his backyotomy, what's his health status? Because again, this is a guy that came into the league a long time ago, right? He's he's not a spring chicken. Aaron Donald in, out, Cooper Cup coming back off injury. Did they solve the running back position? Because remember, you had a guy that was about to be ousted, uh, and then all of a sudden he catches fire down the mm-hmm. stretch in Cam Akers. You got, you got all of this stuff swirling. And then on the other side, you've got the Chargers, who have been – this is um, Lucy, Charlie Brown, and the football, I think, for sports fans, fantasy fans – uh, and expectations for years. Chargers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, you've got them. Uh, Austin Eckler, who said, my worst case scenario is I can come back here. Well, if you're going to catch 107 mm. balls, everybody's happy. Uh, and Justin Herbert, who everybody's expecting to break through. You bring in Kellen Moore, you change out your trainer. One of the things I brought up a lot last year is like, why do you keep harping on that? It's like, they can never stay on the field. So in theory, may- maybe you've got some something new that, that come, translates into having your destined all 22 actually out there. But when we we look at the Chargers, six primetime games, they're pushing all in. One of them is against the Bears. My brothers will be out here. Uh, I may or may not be inebriated before kickoff. But the fact of the matter is the expectations on this squad right now huge and a big bet by the network. I think that there I think that there are expectations, Mike, but I also think that in a way for as good as the Chargers played at times last year, there's also that car accident effect. Like, it's it's crazy to think that your Bears, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but they had the, they, they had the number one overall pick before trading it away. Yep. Worst record in the NFL. And they're put on Sunday night against, not the Green Bay Packers, their longtime rival, but against the Chargers. And you're saying, well, you know, heck, the Chargers play in a division where, honestly, you could put any of those three teams against the Chargers and put it on a primetime night. So it tells you something about the Chargers, but there's also the fact of the Chargers are great drama because of the ups and the downs that you talk about and the collapse that they had against Jacksonville. And the, I mean, they've played some magnificent games, and then there's also been some magnificent failures at 100%. times and when you look at the top level of teams there were four teams in the nfl that got six primetime games super bowl champion chiefs they were one of them not a surprise dallas cowboys arguably the most popular team in the nfl not a surprise the buffalo bills another team uh, josh allen led not much of a surprise and then the chargers were the other 
Chargers have more primetime games than the Eagles who went to the Super Bowl, the Niners who went to the NFC Championship game, both of the New York teams. Like that's I mean, you want to talk about market and you talk about LA of like who's winning LA. You laid out a lot of the problems with the Rams, but doesn't this show like the um, I mean, it's the the highs and lows of the Chargers make them such a compelling story that I mean, it's it's crazy to think, but they are more interesting than the Rams when the Rams won a Super Bowl 18 months ago. Yeah, I think when we look at the the Chargers to the ride the roller coaster effect of it all is that at their best, Justin Herbert's a guy that can sling it. And you get excited, right? You you draft another wide receiver to kind of shore up things uh in Johnson. Uh assuming Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're going to miss time, right? It's like what we do with the NBA at this point. It's like, am I getting two-thirds of the games out of either of those guys? Because if I do, I think I've got a puncher's chance. But also to the point of, we don't know what the ceiling is. You know they're chasing Kansas City, Mm -hmm. right? In division, we don't know what the Broncos are going to be. We assume the Raiders are behind them, but... Who knows? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the assumption. If if you were to go and and rank them uh, right now, that's how we do. (laughs) It's something Dan and I have tried to kick (laughs) up repeatedly. But but to the point uh, of the Chargers, at at the best, it's that intriguing team you're leaning into because you see the potential of what they can be and the Los Angeles market. And you've got a quarterback who looks the part of a Hollywood even though his personality is Anything nowhere. But. And this for the national audience, Justin Herbert is about as exciting as that piece of Wonder Bread that you put on your table. There is nothing to it. It is it is just as as bland as can be. And that's the way he likes it. Yes. He is just a guy that wants to go play football and be left alone. And I applaud the hell out of him for it. He'll wear a different numbered practice jersey during training camp. So like when the team takes the field, people won't see. They'll be looking for just number leave 10. leave me alone, yeah. They don't know what he, he looks like. Last year we did a broadcast out there and he snuck behind us. To, to exit and and go out, you know, of the of the media area. Yeah, just does, you know, is not does not love the spotlight, but they're put in the spotlight with this. And it's it is really intriguing because this this battle for LA conversation that it has gone on, I think the premise with the Rams were like, listen, we do have we do have a long history prior to the St. Louis move. And if we can just cement our flag as the winning team, because the city of L.A. loves winners, uh, they they absolutely love winners, it'll work out for us. But what is so intriguing is on how the Chargers organically and with their strengths and, as you said it, their faults make them more compelling even with the Rams trying to build back up with all of their veteran players healthy who knows how long Aaron Donald's going to play who knows what's going to happen with Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford but it's the volatility of the Chargers and what could be great greatness or what could be you know just a you know some great great theater uh like you had in the Jacksonville game at the expense of the Chargers makes them one of the must-see teams. Well, it is the curiosity here, and obviously uh, we're stationed here in the greater Los Angeles area, the Fox Sports Radio studios here for Fox Sports Sunday. Uh, and, Dan, to to that point, like when the Rams were on their run, 
you're intrigued, but did the city jump on board? No, no. it's a Dodger town. And it's a Laker town. Like right now, things are going off the charts and the car flags are back out as we get ready for Lakers nuggets. As as, as it is, you've got the history. You've got the pomp and circumstance. For the Rams, it's Matthew Stafford. Nobody liked Matthew Stafford even when they were winning. Yeah. I, and I would even It was, s- how's he going to blow it? It's like he was in Detroit forever. Does he not get. He, it's like nobody ever watched the game. They just watched the L's pile up. Again, it's, it, it's why I don't fault the Rams for their thinking and their process. Let's go all in because they think that they wanted to win. This, again, this town loves a winner. When the Kings won their two Stanley Cups, you know, about a decade ago. There, there was energy in this city for that team, not to the to the extent of when the Lakers are winning and the Dodgers are winning, but there there was something sure. there, hundred percent, and it just it didn't happen. I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know if it was heck. The Super Bowl was in this city, and it yeah. didn't carry as much of weight. And 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 now the Chargers, being the brand that they are, they have a real opportunity. Listen, they. Joe Burrow, we just did a whole thing about Cincinnati. The Bengals got four primetime games. So, I mean, they're just getting six. It's, it's pretty impressive. NFL. The league likes what they what they see That's and what they Get got. in there and sell, sell, sell. Marketing, advertising, branding. Uh, as we are here live in the TireRack.com studios. Uh, Mike Harmon, Dan Beyer with you. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk uh, NBA playoffs. A.D., who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, you're stealing from Pete Weber, or at least I'm, I'm putting that on him. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And if we don't hear the Joker coming back, Sam, you could just leave. Mike, Dan, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. What you know about basketball? From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, welcome back in. Highways and byways of life. See what I did there? <laughs> Eventually, you'll be in a roadster with the roadster, and away we go. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon. Uh, the caffeine is starting to course through the veins. As you can say. tell, the uh, 
Yeah, we're starting to rhyme and, and get into the rhythms of a Sunday morning. Happy Mother's Day to all of you out there, because uh, everybody is a um, mother sometime. Uh, Tyrac.com studios, Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you. Got our team assembled. Isaac Lowenkron on the updates. We got Ethan Miller, our executive producer, and of course, the legendary Iowa Sam, our technical producer today on the program. Uh, we've talked a lot about the NFL scheduling, so we'll pivot here. We'll get back to it. Uh, we got a story involving Tom Brady coming up with you uh, in about 20 minutes time from now but um, the NBA playoffs and here in Los Angeles owing to the Rams and Chargers conversation we're just having Lakers now moving on to the Western Conference Finals uh, a, a great testament I, I was waiting for the Magic Johnson tweets because we do play the Magic Johnson Twitter game on the show, often imitated, never, never duplicated, uh, the vanilla tweeting of Magic Johnson as we've celebrated it on the program, Jason and I, for years, does a pretty good job of uh, you know, creating some fake, is this truly a Magic tweet or not, was waiting for all the Rob Palinka love from Magic Johnson, and I say that tongue firmly planted in cheek, because the ability to reform this squad at the trade deadline propels them forward. Russell Westbrook out. We've seen role players step in. A guy like Rui Hachimura comes in, plays some big minutes. D'Angelo Russell the second time around. What is it? Love is lovelier. The second time around. Go back to the old standards. You can hear Sinatra in your head. I know you can. I know you can. Uh, but uh, you, you look at what they were able to do, a front office that from all reports at the beginning of the season had basically said, LeBron, you built this you're going you're gonna to suffer with it. You're mm-hmm. going to have to perform with it. And then eventually remake this squad. Things change. Injuries have been a big part. Inconsistency. Mediocrity, dare I say, at times. Whatever Memphis became down the stretch. Dylan Brooks uh, poking at LeBron James and then not being able to back it with his play by any means. The John Morant, we've got more on him coming up as the show develops. But you watched all of these, except for Denver, still there, still plugging, and that's now who their opponent is going forward. But the way the the sea changes of this NBA season, it was always LeBron and AD, if we're still two of the top 10, 15, wherever you want to put LeBron on a day-to-day basis, and AD is healthy, you've got a puncher's chance. And, well, here they are playing good basketball, and Anthony Davis has been in the lineup. A lot of scares. You certainly keep an EKG reading on all fans and people associated with the squad. Every time he falls, every time he goes down, there's the, is he going to get up like a prize fighter? Come on! Come on! Uh, but right now, playing great basketball, inspired basketball, and trying to, to me, uh, you know, we talked about trying to reform uh, legacies, histories, and reputations. I think Anthony Davis is trying to do a little bit of that in these playoffs. Well, I, I would I would say this, that LeBron and AD do get a lot of the love, deservedly so, for what they've accomplished and specifically for what Anthony Davis is doing in these playoffs. But I just, I feel, Mike, that they would have been the Brooklyn Nets of, you know, last year. They would have been the Phoenix Suns of this year. If it weren't for the emergence of Austin Reeves, mm-hmm. uh, Lonnie Walker has been, I mean, just in these last three games. I mean, it is it is it is amazing, and it completely changes the complexion of who the Lakers are. 
Uh, and even if it was just for three games, it was still pretty spectacular. D'Angelo Russell started, and, and my days are are getting mixed up and, and what, but you know he and AD were carrying the team early in, mm-hmm. in game four or five. So you've you've got you've got those guys stepping up and coming through. And as you mentioned, you know the Hachimura, who was you know great in the Grizzly series. All of those performances have. I think been the reason why the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals for the simple fact of even if AD and LeBron were doing their thing, we've seen that two guys doing it just isn't enough. Same thing with you know Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. We saw it, like you need somebody else to step up, and the Lakers have had it. And and I find it, I, I gosh, it's so difficult because when you're not a Lakers fan, they're so easy to dislike, and they're a team that people usually hate. But to be able to have Lonnie Walker do that on a team where you have arguably the greatest player to ever play the game, and then another guy who's trying to cement his own legacy and to show people that the you know the the player that that he is isn't just an injury prone player; it's a top level trying to be two time NBA champion in, in Anthony Davis. To have Lonnie Walker just to be able to to be able to take the shots that you're taking. To have Austin Reeves take the the shots that you're you're taking on that team, like just attempt them, to be right. able to attempt them, and then now you you're making them and they become like it is, it it makes you want to root for it because of the emergence of those other guys. And I don't know if it'll last against Denver. I have no idea, Mike, but it is. They they've made them an enjoyable watch. That that is a, a rare rare thing, right? Because the hate watching of LeBron has been a real thing, and certainly in the media. I mean, you saw how people reacted to Anthony Davis and the head injury, right? You had laughing on TNT. They can say all they want that they weren't. Someone made a joke off camera before they came back that everybody thought was, or a producer in their ear that they thought was still funny, while Kenny Smith was trying to address the AD injury. So you're never going to convince me it wasn't about AD. Sure. Unless you're going to give me access to unaltered, un, untransferred, un, you know, edited uh, feed from what the producers and, and everybody on set were saying. but And then to go on down the line, it's the here we go again, whatever else. We were on air looking at each other. Going, oh, you got hit in the head. Like, you have no idea. Draymond Green, I thought, put it most succinctly. He did his podcast. He goes, it's a head injury. You don't know, mm-hmm. right? How many how many times yeah. how many times do we see a guy in an NFL? And we see the hit, and we're looking at each other, going, "Oh my God!" Thirty seconds later, he's up and ready to go. Yes, not even getting into the Demar Hamlin situation was a whole other thing. But you've got all of those. But then you have guys like, "Wow, did he really take a hit there? What what happened?" Like glancing blows, you get hit in just the right spot, and you have no idea how it's going to flow. I didn't think that Chris Haynes intended for this to happen. But we never saw a wheelchair. No, we didn't. But Chris Haynes did. And Chris Haynes reported it. And so then, and Chris Haynes is not going to lie, he's a sideline reporter for TNT. A Bleacher Report is a great podcast with Mark Stein. You can get, uh, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you get your podcasts, all of that. But he's the one that, that mentioned the wheelchair. It's not like Paul Pierce where the camera's following AD. Like we wouldn't have, if, if the report wasn't there, we wouldn't have known. Right. He put in that he was wobbly and a wheelchair. Yeah, and that should be serious enough. I mean, if you're, you know, for to to show you, and and I think that then 
people had issues like, well, if it was that serious, how does he get ready to play game well, six? Well, but, but that's the thing, yeah. right? Because I, I think the NFL, we've got protocol and we see it play out on the sidelines. Transparency is a uh, dangerous word in any of this. But for the NBA, it's behind the scenes. It's a longer effect. And if you go into true protocol, you're missing at least a week of time. Mm-hmm. So everybody was very careful with the way they worded thing, at least around the Lakers and, and any spokespeople to not ever throw that word out there because now, all right, how is this being applied? Because Anthony Davis wouldn't have been available for game six, yeah. game seven, yeah. game one, or game two of a would-be Western Conference do, final. Do you give LeBron... The, like, there's... I, it, it's funny the response on social media that, that you'll see... Um, a lot of the highlights from Game Six is the LeBron trying to be Magic Johnson pass. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron at his thirty in the game. By the way, the eleven free throw attempts that he had in that Game Six were the most that he's had in a game since my birthday, which was January sixteenth. Tells you something. Put that on your calendars, yeah. folks. You got Mother's <laughs> Day today, January sixteenth. Any, anyway, for me to get my my birthday in. But the point being is. Like there's, it's not like LeBron is is changed. I I felt like in Game Six, he was like, "All right, now now it's my time to do this." And I think that LeBron LeBron will always, you know, and Rick Buecher's been on top of this a lot. You guys just watch how LeBron handles the game, and how he handles the game sometimes can be self, you know, you know, can be self gratifying for LeBron because of what it means for him, but it also to allow Anthony Davis and D'Angelo Russell to get their games going is beneficial. It's one of the problems with Dallas. Like if Luca's got 35 in the first half, they're probably not going to win because nobody else is involved. Well, but that's the thing, right? A lot of standing around. We watched mm-hmm. it in the Jordan era. We've watched it with most superstars in these NBA runs. You talk about two men game. Phoenix, where's the third guy getting involved? Yeah. Right, DeAndre Ayton sure as hell wasn't the third guy when he was available. Uh, and who's going to be the third scorer? And that's been the beauty of the Lakers, and that was the question coming into the playoffs. All right, you're you're now getting in. You've got AD and LeBron for as much as they are. How are you doing this? And we've seen different guys step up. The Lonnie Walker game was one of my favorite things to be on air for. Sure. We've been on air for a lot of cool moments. Smith and I, 7-11 to 11 Pacific here, Fox Sports Radio. Doesn't mean we get to go there, but we feel like we're, we're in the mix and we're talking about all these things. Lonnie, Lonnie Walker putting up those 15 in the fourth quarter. I mean, to where AD and LeBron are doing their postgame interviews, like it's all him. And they're pointing on him yes. doing it, uh, uh, an interview with some affiliate, some random person that grabbed him for an interview going, we don't win without this guy. So it's cool to see him and Hachimura and D'Angelo Russell when he's been available. But LeBron in game six, to your point, was, all right, my time. And especially getting to the rack, knowing that, uh, and we watched Darvin Ham pull the strings, right? When we're talking about lineup substitution, Schroeder. While he didn't have a big play in the box score, he certainly was into Draymond Green pretty early in that game, and I, stayed in Draymond's head. I think that there game. is there is um, th- there is a point of with LeBron, like you you kind of do have to tip your cap to him that these guys have allowed their way, even though LeBron's done it. As I said, it's tough to take shots, and in those when this means so much to LeBron. 
But one other quick point. I know we got to get to Isaac for for because there's something that's just happening and he's got the latest anyway. But the Kareem scoring title. Remember, so much was made. Anthony Davis comes out. This is the response. I wonder, Mike, if now that that was in the rearview mirror, if things changed for the Lakers because it was such a big deal. The countdown for the first half of the season. When is he going to break Kareem's record? It's all about LeBron, 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 LeBron's record. They got off to a bad start. You know, something changed. And I wonder if it just having that in the rearview mirror, like, really helped this team. Which is kind of funny because when it actually happened, it seemed like most of at least Los Angeles just kind of shrugged. Yes. Because Anthony Davis ne- kind of shrugged. Right. He, yes. wanted, he didn't even stand up, wanted no part of it. He's Dan Byer on my Carmo. Let's go over to our guy, Isaac Lowenkron. We've got some breaking news on a Sunday. <laughs> Breaking news from Fox Sports. The Memphis Grizzlies have just suspended star John Morant from all team activities pending a review by the NBA after a social media video emerged this morning appearing to show Morant once again brandishing what appears to be a gun. A couple of months ago, he was suspended after he posted himself on his own Instagram account brandishing a gun. The Grizzlies statement says, quote, we are aware of the social media video involving John Morant. He is suspended from all team activities pending league review. An NBA spokesperson telling ESPN we are aware of the social media post involving John Morant and are in the process of gathering more information. Thank you, Isaac. At Isaac Lowenkron, where you find him. Um, We'll put a... I guess grab this for what it is right now. Suspended as we get... Uh, we got the draft lottery coming up this week. A lot of expectations and anticipation uh, thereof, Dan. So the the league, much like the the NFL, they they don't they don't sleep and opportunities uh, for big things. This is one of your up and coming players, and your smack dab in the middle of your playoffs. And once again, um, you know we we use the uh, the term stupidity and dumb. And I hate to just go to the base to try to think of myself uh, and try to try to re- be a rational guy. I, I don't know that there's really any other way to describe this. Well, I, I I I will I would say embarrassing, and I think it's embarrassing on the league's part. Um, I think it's embarrassing on ESPN's part, broadcast partner of the league. Again, go back to that uh, interview. The, that it, yeah, yeah. This it was. This was, let's get John Morant through this car wash, come out the other end so he is ready to be a star player in the NBA playoffs. That's what this was. And again, the the Jalen Rose interview was a joke. And what was the, the, the biggest joke about it, Mike, and I said this when it happened and I go back to it, that interview happened in daylight. And why why that is such a big deal is because John Morant met with the NBA that morning. And so just hours after having his meeting with the NBA on what his suspension would be with Adam Silver, an interview was conducted to try to show that John Morant was a changed guy. Exclusive one-on-one interview. Broadcast partner. I mean, come on. That's the absolutely, plum thing. Absolutely. I mean, Oprah doesn't have her couch anymore, so you couldn't go there. Trying trying to convince the public that John Morant was a changed man, and hey, tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN, 
again. And, and Jalen Rose tried to give his credentials of why he should be doing the interview. No, he shouldn't have been doing the interview. And and now it shows exactly why. There was nothing. He's, he's it, it, it was such a joke, Mike, and it was such a concerted effort and staged and propped up effort for us to just have John Morant get past this and not be a distraction in the NBA playoffs and to make John Morant one of the stars. How much was it talked about when they played in the series with the Lakers? Not at all. Now, part of it is because they were getting their butts whacked by the Lakers. Well, but there uh, were so many other things. I mean, once Dylan Brooks became yeah, yeah. whatever he Absolutely. was, the, uh, the would-be villain who wanted no responsibility sure. for being such. Maybe they should keep Dylan Brooks because otherwise maybe they would have been talking about John Morant. And, and listen, John Morant, you know, had he, he's a great player. There is no denying that. But they treated him with kid gloves. The whole farce of that therapy that that he went through i just thought was so condescending and it's such bad taste towards people who actually do need help for the problems that they have to think that he could just go to a place and spend you know a couple of days there and come out on the other end it's an absolute joke this is this is why he should be suspended indefinitely and get some sort of significant suspension i don't know what the i don't know what happens when you're suspended from activities when you don't play any games mike but this this has just to go means on you for go a long play time. Pickup games? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, know. really, I mean that that's really all it is. Is that you you do not get to wear your Memphis Grizzly team issued gear? I mean, this is at this point in the season for the Memphis Grizzlies. This isn't much of a an anything. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it will be uh, in, in real order if the league office finds and and really does a deep dive into this but as we've talked about a lot certainly smith and i uh quite a bit on our show in the weeknights is that adam silver if he can push things down the line and push it away he will because this goes back to the broadcast partners and and doing everything you can to push and going back to what happened early on with donald sterling i mean that's that that was the the given. You had the players getting ready to walk out of the playoffs, so his hands were forced. Unless something like that happens again, sponsors and dollars are going to walk. I don't I don't know what they do, barring uh, some massive other revelation. I, I know we have to get to Isaac, but I just want to say one more thing. Imagine if David Stern, R.I.P., was still alive and commissioner. Do you think that John Morant goes into David Stern's office, gets that punishment? And now, two months later, we're back at start. Could you imagine what yeah. David Stern would do? So, Adam Silver, the ball's in your court. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if if he'd gone into a program and they said, "All right, here's a here's a bit, and it's a continuing process." But we never got the sense of any of that. It was kind of laid up like, "Oh, I now know." Like I saw the light just that fast. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon here at Fox Sports Sunday. Let's get kick it back over to Isaac Lowenkron. Uh, for an update on what's trending in our sporting universe. The big breaking news, you heard it just minutes ago, the Memphis Grizzlies suspending star guard John Morant from all team activities pending an NBA review of a new social media video that went viral early this morning from an Instagram live stream by one of Morant's friends in which Morant is shown in the passenger seat of a car briefly brandishing what appears to be a gun. Two months ago, the NBA suspended Morant for eight games 
teams after he live-streamed himself on his own Instagram account, brandishing a gun at a Denver-area gentleman's club. Again, the Memphis Grizzlies have just suspended star guard John Morant from all team activities pending an NBA review of a new second social media video. And Mike and Dan, we're going to play a quick little Price is Right type game. Oh, let's go. So this has the potential, obviously, to literally cost John Morant millions and millions of dollars. Who knows the long-term ramifications on his own career. I want both of you to guess how many viewers were watching this IG live stream at the exact moment that he brandished what appeared to be the gun. This is literally something that could cost him millions. I want you to guess how many viewers were watching the live IG video at the time. I'm going to say 1,400. 1,400 Dan Beyer. Mike Harmon. I'll take the under. I'm going to say about 150. Mike Harmon. Mike Harmon. You are very, very on top of this. 111 viewers. Well, that's because it was at underscore DTAP2, right? Not on John Morant's actual. Yes. Yes. And it's only DTAP2 because Dan Beyer already took the username (laughs) DTAP1. See, now you've been tied to this. I don't know if you want that. I'm DTAP2. He just had to put the underscore because of my early bird gets the worm. So can you imagine something that literally costs hundreds of millions of dollars, something that was watched by a whopping 111 people on IG Live. Elsewhere on Saturday night, the Phoenix Suns fired head coach Monty Williams after four seasons. Coming up today at 3.30 Eastern, Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. The Celtics hosting the Sixers. NFL media reporting the Dolphins signing former Patriots offensive tackle Isaiah Wynn to a one-year deal. And we've got one Major League Baseball game underway right now in Cleveland. Guardians and Angels scoreless in the bottom of the first. Fellas. Thank you, Isaac. We're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you. Coming up next, uh, maybe a a new ownership. Yeah, we'll talk about Washington maybe next hour. Uh, But how about Las Vegas? And a guy, does he have to get the bowl cut? We'll ask that question and so much more next here on Fox. Literally dancing in the studios. Happy Mother's Day, wherever you may be. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you here on a beautiful Fox Sports Sunday. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming back uh, in 10 minutes, we'll do a a little bit on Game 7. Loser leaves town match in the Eastern Conference. Not only do they go home for the summer, but... Hey, maybe some bigger ramifications as we've seen the wheel of destiny uh, come up for NBA coaches. Uh, The fickle hand of fate, as it were, for some, uh, even though they have recent uh, awards added to their mantles. Uh, But in the NFL, a guy that I think we now uh, agree he's probably retired, big ceremony planned in Foxborough and unlikely a statue and everything for Tom Brady. Uh, but now a report comes through and, and once upon a time tied to the Las Vegas Raiders as a potential future quarterback. Well, now he's a potential minority owner, already has a piece of the Las Vegas Aces of the WNBA, and now potentially joining the ownership 
of the Raiders. We've seen the Washington Commanders sell for $6 billion, so try to figure out what the valuation is on the Raiders at this point. So whatever stake he's coming in, we're talking about dollars and cents, and outside of an FTX lawsuit, certainly plenty in the coffers for Tom Brady. But the question of whether he'd be paying at all. But the Raiders pay him to come on in and, and be a brand ambassador. <laughs> Don't you think that maybe Tom Brady's like last thing to do is to take a job away from Jimmy Garoppolo since that's what kind of Jimmy Garoppolo was drafted to do is to take away Tom Brady's job and it just never happened. You're just the quarterback, but guess what? I'm part owner. <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll insert himself. I did feel the whole Patriots aspect, since you mentioned it, I... I think it's twofold. Number one, I think because Bob Kraft is so in love with Tom Brady that he just couldn't wait to honor him. Oh, sure. Um, but it's also the fact of like you kind of want to cement Brady being retired, and it may be a little bit more difficult for Brady to have second thoughts and want to play if they're honoring him in week one. And, you know, just to make sure that he doesn't come back later in oh, the season. Oh, there he is, week 11 yeah. in Miami, playing <laughs> yes. the Jets on yes. Black Friday. Yes, like, so I think, like, Bob Kraft had those, like, ulterior motives. But I think this is the biggest sign that, yeah, it, it is obviously Tom Brady now is looking past the, the playing career. And, heck, what better place to do it in Las Vegas since everybody just, ex- you know, expects Las Vegas to be the sports capital of the country, you know, within the next 10 years, so... Can't wait to go it. there for a week in February. I'll tell you what. Man. Boy, you want to talk crazy. about some really rough-looking media members over the course of a week. I mean, they, they find a More way to so get than after usual. it. Yeah, they get, find a way to get after it in all these other cities. Wait to see Las Vegas. Uh, Mike Harmon, Dan Beyer with you here from the TireRack.com studios. So much uh, on our sporting plate, keeping an eye on the John Morant situation for sure. But coming up next, back into the NBA playoffs. Greetings and welcome in. It is the final hour of the program. Wow, it goes by so fast. Fox Sports Sunday live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, As we celebrate all the moms and mom figures in our life, obviously, I celebrate... uh, my ex-wife giving me my my two daughters that I'll uh, be tormenting later on today. I figure I'll end up on a soccer field <laughs> at some point. And, you and I think do. I think I have a date with Guardians of the Galaxy at some point, and, and maybe a Chicago-style hot dog. Mm. Uh, however, uh, y'all are out. Yeah, a little Portillo's run I think is in the offing. It's been a couple of weeks since a big sing-along, and uh, we got to test my Taylor Swift lyric knowledge on a Sunday, but uh, so everybody heading out, I mean, already it's East Coast. You may be the third mimosa in on a brunch on the East Coast, maybe third mimosa in here on the West Coast at 9 a.m. Uh, two from services, however you're going to celebrate Mom's Day. Um, it, for those here, those here in spirit, uh, we, we send our best up to you. Mom's in Wisconsin for you, Dan, mine in, in Florida, and, and I think both kind of uh, enjoying a little peace and quiet. For yours, probably still tired from chasing your son. <laughs> yes. Uh, my mom will go to uh... Uh, to my sisters today and uh, spend that uh, with her and, and her family. So happy Mother's Day to my mom, my sister, and obviously to my wife. And we will be doing stuff to uh, today to commemorate. And uh, hopefully we will commemorate with uh, either some mozzarella sticks or buffalo wings. Nicely so, done. yeah, that's it. No, we'll, we'll have to Get figure some out. cheese curds mixed in there. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, cheese curds. 
have you know they 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 burst out of this to the scene. They've been a Wisconsin staple ever since I was born. I I don't remember. I don't know a life without cheese curds, Mike. But would you ever want to know no, a life without no, cheese curds, Dan? No, and that was one of the adjustments living in California. They're just they're not out here. But now now like they've burst onto the scene enough where there are places that do carry the product. Buffalo Wild Wings, for example does have them. Chili's for a while had them. No that? longer. Chili's also taking off the original chicken crispers from their menu, which was such a such a bad choice. Uh, those those things are, are are legends. But this week in culinary delights, I, brought to you by Dan Byer. I just feel like the Nashville chicken craze has had such a boom. The hot chicken from Nashville that's starting to dissipate, though, right? A little bit. I. I, I think that we could get to a saturation point. Okay. But heck, there's just one open down the street and there's I mean, everywhere. But I just feel like there's like that's kind of the route that cheese curds took just never got to the height of go. the hot chicken. Yeah, because I'm gonna zag. I think you could also have one of those all you can eat uh sushi buffets. Well, so there you, you gotta go. listen to the whole show. Uh, here on a Sunday morning, <laughs> maybe, as you maybe, maybe we could go to what was it a Mariners game? What did who was it? Who had the sushi? No, Kraken's game. Kraken, Kraken, yeah, yeah, Kraken match. No, there's nothing Kraken. wrong with that. You know, I, I like the one where they have the uh, the sushi boats that pass by, and you decide whether you want in on on the thing as it goes through. It's on a conveyor belt, mm, okay. and it passes. Yes. So there's constantly fresh stuff yeah. floating through, different price points. Sushi's not necessarily uh, my game. So when we get sushi, I just go with the chicken teriyaki, just plain chicken and teriyaki. My older daughter is a uh, is is down the same road. They they do a nice uh, chicken teriyaki roll at a lot of places these days. Mm. So you could pretend you're having sushi when it's actually <laughs> yes. just chicken teriyaki in rice in, in <laughs> rice and, and and in a roll form. See there you have it. Uh, as we flow through at Dan Byer on Fox, where you find Dan, find me over at Swollen Dome. Following the John Morant story, you've heard it in Isaac's updates. We talked about it in earnest uh, a little bit earlier in the program, going deep dive into uh, the failures of the the NBA uh, in trying to clean up what was underneath uh, a, a big controversial topic for an up up and coming star and problematic uh, series of events and and coincidence occurrences not coincidences but all of it surfaces at the same time even though you had incidences months apart it all became came to light and just as quickly was tried to they tried to brush it uh, uh, off as if it was going to go away and you know scouts honor i promise this in a league office was seemingly all it took to push it on and and for john morant's part going into the off season the hope was that there was some recognition Again, you you brought up the fact the Jalen Rose interview and everything, Dan. I, I go to his his exiting and saying, "Hey, a lot of that that's on me, and I got to be better." So the hope was you would propel yourself going forward mm-hmm. that you were going to be better. Not that you necessarily had a big breakthrough in a day and a half of a a retreat or whatever the case may be, but that you recognized that there was a problem and that your team's success this year and lack of cohesion as much as you can say hey we didn't have a big guy in steven adams to help be there you didn't have a lot of veteran leadership in that locker room either and trying to at least take him at his word in the moment of okay he's going into an off season that he recognizes a big deal because 
that incident and that suspension probably cost him all all NBA votes as well, right? Yeah. And that, as we know, and it's the dopiest thing in sports, is tied to tens of millions of dollars in terms of future contracts having been uh, a member of one of those teams. So you're talking about something that can cost you even in that respect a lot of money, let alone continuing down this path with future incidents, what it could mean for your career, let alone your life, incarceration, etc. So when he left and joked around with Laker fans that na 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 hey hey goodbye and seemed like he put it on him like all right young guy give you the benefit of the doubt you did some stupid things you move forward not that it's solved but that you are going to actively work on it what did it take three weeks two weeks and here we are again it is and the amazing part about it Mike is I, I'm I, I'm really trying to understand like there there was some question and, and just be candid you know there's there some thoughts that john may have a problem with alcohol Um, yes that has been broached and times and and you know you hope that that someone uh gets better from that and someone who you know does battle alcohol the last thing that you want to see is them with a drink in their hand right and and trying to you know trying to portray this in 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 the exact way with you know empathy towards those that have to you know deal with this and family members that have to deal with those you know people who have those illnesses it's a really really tough spot uh that that's tough to that would be tough to see oh oh geez so and so had a drink unfortunately they're not sober anymore that's tough to take this situation is so weird mike because john morant was reportedly flashing a gun at a at a bunch of kids when they're playing pickup basketball because he was mad that the kid uh and how they checked up the basketball and then they got into it so Ja comes out and apparently is flashing his gun he then flashes his gun at a strip club where he gets investigated by authorities in colorado because they want to say like hey you you know if you're in possession of a firearm you're under the influence you know there could be something there Mm -hmm. uh in the end no charges were filed at all um the incident I, I, with the Pacers. Yeah, the incident with the and, Pacers, and, and the red the red light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 now we're flashing a gun again. Like what like there's I get people have like vices that are tough to overcome. But this is just darn stupidity, Mike. Like I, I don't I don't understand <laughs> like just the action. I I'll perfect example. A month ago on Fox Sports Radio. I was sitting in for uh, in the afternoons. Can't remember if Doug was out or if Kavito and Rich is out, but it was me and Ryan Hollins right before the NBA playoffs began, and did this NBA preview thing where Monty Bolaños, our anchor, was going to try to guess what Ryan Hollins was going to answer to these questions, and I made up a fake joke question saying like, "Will Ja Morant?" Flash a gun at any point during these NBA playoffs, kind of like he's not stupid enough to do that again. And here it is. I know his team's not playing, but we're still in the NBA playoffs. Yeah. And he's like, of all the things you could do, of all the things, if he was caught speeding, going at a high rate of speed, maybe a little leeway, maybe at at best a slight bit. You know, ran a stoplight, did something like like that where it's just like, okay, traffic infraction. 
But to do the exact same thing that you were told to not do, like that you would have thought the gravity, exact. the weight of the world, yes, what would have come down on you, all the press, all of you, the people around you, the league office, and every your teammates, your coaches, and everybody impressed upon you how important, how how uh, very uh, discer- disconcerting and, and concerned they were for you, and here we are again. And and. You know, aside from the fact, because we touched on it a lot, of how I just felt people handled him with kid gloves. Yep. My two-year-old son cannot stop picking the petals off the flowers. Like, the, the part that blooms, not the leaves, the petals of the flowers. So, nice little pot of flowers in the backyard, flowers bloom, half of it's green because they've all been picked off. <laughs> Told him time and time again, he's two, he doesn't understand, he just goes back and does it. John Moran is 20 shock. What's that? Time for the shock defense. <laughs> John Moran is 23 years old and he's continually picking these petals off these flowers. Yeah. Like 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 the, that's that is where we are with this and it's just it is it is so frustrating and I I just I go back again I think that the NBA is to blame for some of this. I believe ESPN is to blame for some of this, but saying all of that it does you know, fall completely on the shoulders of John Moran. I think others have allowed this to happen uh, and uh, said that, you know, the other stuff's not so bad, so you can deal with this. Like, come on. It's, it's just, I for one of the superstars, I mean, I'm, I thought it was almost an open and shut case that John Morant was going to have a better career than Zion, okay? And so far he has. Um, but... I mean, there's, you know, we have questions about Zion's, you know, weight and his health and moving forward. I have a lot of questions about John Morant's future right now. Well, no, 100%, right? Because when we talk about these incidences, uh, while they're isolated in IG Live of this guy that decides to go forward, and we talked about it with Isaac earlier, 111 people were on during the live stream. And now we're talking about tens of millions of dollars, lives affected. And certainly for John Morant, another inquiry into what he's doing off the court. And you you played with kid gloves, as you said before. I mean, a very short exit from the Memphis Grizzlies season and then back in seemingly to make a playoff run, but obviously not all right behind the scenes. Whatever Dylan Brooks was, is, and and continues to be the fake tough guy world that we have with a lot of the NBA, it, it's only fitting because that's the image that's been portrayed on jaw in a lot of this. But now your legacy is becoming your heads put over Schwarzenegger and Commando or Keanu Reeves as John Wick. I mean, how many times have you seen the the Ja Wick yeah. gif come rolling was, through your timeline? It won the bronze in the trending that Isaac of the trending yeah. topics. Like it, it was Mother's Day. The gold uh, is still the champ. It's just and 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 Mike, this is this also tells you that for as for as much as it bothered me that he was dumb enough to do this on camera, it's also just the fact that he, he hasn't changed one bit. Rolling or not, uh, rolling on the film or or, or not, or on right. camera or not, he still had a, you know. You're a, still driving around with a gun yeah, yes. in your hand. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it, league office in aware and investigating 
You've got Memphis has suspended him from team activities, which at this point is what a photo shoot and maybe yeah. some community outreach thing that he would have done, I, I, which I don't think you want him front and center for at this point anyway. I also this this may be this may be splitting hairs, but I, I'd love to know if the the gun that he flashed in this video is the same one in Colorado because Josh said they didn't know whose gun it was. That's a fair point. And and so you know, there's a lot of stuff of just of 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 not following through and not going through with the the treatment and and making a mockery of of whether it be you know uh, alcohol treatment or you know e- emotional stress and getting help for that. It's also the it could be the straight up fact that he just lied, um, which would you know be even more to it. And the NBA and ESPN look like accomplices in all of this. Well, broadcast partner, they got that exclusive, Dan. Uh, somewhere the executives are asking themselves, was it worth it? And at this point, the answer is a resounding no. Uh, he's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon here live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we will get back into the teams actually still participating in the NBA playoffs. A big game seven coming up a little later on. Possible huge ramifications for the teams involved. We'll talk all about it next here on Fox. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer. Don't worry, we will get to a Game 7 preview. We got that. We'll do that in about 20 minutes time, but Perfect. we'd be remiss, Dan. Uh, the breaking story of the morning, the IG live video, John ja Morant uh, with a, it's a very brief clip, but brandishing a gun. Uh, the Grizzlies looking into it. They've issued a statement, suspended him from team activities. For those just joining us, uh, uh, apprising you of the situation. Also, you've got the NBA. We're aware of the video and we're looking into this situation. So that's that's where we sit as of this morning. And so now it, it offers context, clarity. Whenever anybody does the and, and this has been the long long the staple in the um I don't want to call it the journalism world because ascribing a big J to celebrity and sports journalism is always kind of odd unless you're really investigating something. 
but we've always had the the ability to go on a couch for a uh, daytime talk show, right? Famously, Barbara Walters or or Oprah Winfrey, whether it's a primetime special or an afternoon show like Oprah had for years, where something happens in a celebrity's world or a sporting event or a sports figure's world, and then they're on the couch to talk about it. And we got that. And it, it, they never feel genuine. They always feel a little greasy, a little weird yes. of uh, damage control, reputation spin, and everything else. And the John Morant story, as it as it evolves, it's something you and I have been talking about on and off air, that we just turned back the clock just a few weeks, and we had some of the similar. It is amazing, because I thought that the John Morant interview that he did with Jalen Rose at the time was just atrocious. It was just there to benefit Ja, it was there to benefit the NBA, and it was there to benefit ESPN. And Jalen Rose fought back. I know Dan Levitard was very critical. ESPN has a lot of good journalists on staff. Jalen Rose shouldn't have done that interview. Those those Oprah interviews, those Barbara Walter interviews, they serve both. They they served the TV well, side of it. Everybody, the, absolutely. Yes, yes. Sure. and that's what this felt like. And this it, that shouldn't have been the case. So now that we know now, I you're going to get a taste. Not only are you going to hear. Uh, what Josh said when he came back from the Grizzlies in a little bit and when he came back off of missing eight games. But we're going to hear, this is this is a part, there's a couple of questions and how bad, not only did this interview sound at the time, but now how bad does it sound? This was Jalen Rose interviewing John ja Morant immediately after John ja Morant met with the NBA and was given his ban earlier this year. You're a superstar. You're one of the faces of the NBA. What has the last 10 or 11 days been like for you? And how are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, me personally, um, I feel how are you doing? mentally good that I haven't you know, been in you know, many years. You know, I'm in a space where I'm you know, very comfortable. You know, I was constantly you know, talking to therapists. Can you pause that? Um, I've been doing, you know. So, again, 10 or 11 days. And he is, he's, these, these therapy sessions, Mike, you know, some people are in therapy for years. John Morant only needed a week and a half. That's what he was saying. He was cured at that time. All right, uh, go ahead. He had you his can... moment of clarity. Yeah, what do you want, Dan I'm Dyer? good. I'm good. All right, let's hear some more of this. Um, I've been doing anxiety, breathing, you know, different stuff to, you know, help me manage that and, you know, release, you know, all that stuff from my body. When did you say, I'm going to do this and it's necessary? Now that I made a, you know, terrible mistake, you know, being inside um, a club and, you know, went live. Um, I put myself in, you know, a bad position. Um, and also, it's, you know, my daughter. Mm. Um, there's times where she even tell me if she's, you know, had a bad day. And you know, I felt like, you know, if she can tell me that, then, you know, I can be able to go and talk to somebody as well. You have to. All right. Uh, it, it, honestly, it didn't get any his, better. His three-year-old was able to say that he, <laughs> she was having a bad day. Really? <laughs> I, and, and look, Jalen, obviously someone wrote that for him, too. Did you feel like the who, – who, how did you know? I was in the commissioner's office, and he was threatening my career. I had cops coming to my house and telling me that my life was over as I knew it. It, 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 was, it was so bad. It's even worse now that we it's, know what we know. It just sounds so cringy. It, it does. Yeah. The, the therapy part, the, you know, the, the, again, the week and a half that he took, um, the – 
The other part that he mentioned, at least in that interview, and we're going to hear more from Ja because I'm telling you, it, it gets thing. even better. The daughter thing. Yeah, three. She's three. Hold. I, I'm. <laughs> I, a bad day. What was a bad day? Well, I colored outside the line. I didn't. <laughs> which she's not going to be able to say at the age of three. Oh, man. When I sat my two year old down and told him, well, and explained to him the job situation. Well, you talked about the flower yeah, thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. But still picking all the flowers. The funny part about it, he goes, Yeah, with the, uh, you know, the situation and being in the club, it was like he learned that don't take the gun to the club. Like that that's what he answered with. Like that's that's was the the lesson that John ja Morant learned. Now, if you want to if you really believe that John ja Morant learned after missing those 8 games that he that he didn't play in, this was him upon returning to Memphis and being active uh, with the Grizzlies. This was on March 21st. This is John ja Morant returning and uh we apologize for the basketballs in the background, but listen to these comments knowing what we know now. I made, you know, a terrible decision, but being away from, you know, my team definitely, you know, what hurt me the most. I sent message to him, you know, apologizing and stuff, but it's better to, you know, talk to him in person. So finally being able to be back to do that definitely, you know, helps me out a lot and, you know, make me a lot more comfortable. Okay, that that, that that's fine. But it's not li- talking point. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this one. I'm always be job. I won't change, ah, you know, is. for anybody. The only problem with me right now is, you know, just getting into, you know, a space mentally that, you know, I'm very comfortable in and, you know, I feel good at it. Um, that's why I made the decision to, you know, take the time away um, and, you know, go to counseling and that helped me learn, you know, a lot of things. He didn't make the decision to go anywhere. <laughs> he was ordered to go do it. And he went for a week. But guess what, Mike? Jaw will always be jaw. No truer words have been spoken. And how dumb do those words sound right now? Didn't learn a thing. I'm still going back to the interview. <laughs> it, was, it was the, the, da- how the are daughter you doing? response. Yeah. yeah. How are yeah, you, how you doing now? I, yeah. I, and yeah, puff pieces are going to be there. The car wash, as we call it, the brush it away. He's eligible to come back. And you'd like to think that your lesson is learned. And we all do dumb things in our lives. Say, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But you like to think you you learn your lesson, and that it's a real, that it's a real learning, a real undertaking. And in this case, stress management, where you are in terms of processing things, those aren't instant answers. They never, no, they never are, never. And to that's make it, it sound insulting. like you closed the door, like that, that's that's the hard part. Is like it. And maybe it's it's a word choice thing, but it didn't sound to me as we try to interpret what is intent, because we do it watching officials and players and whatever in terms of in-game. Same thing here with the words of, it made it sound like, all right, I did that, it's done, I'm back. Not, it's an ongoing process, I'm learning to deal with stress better, I'm learning to do this, Great and, point. and how I need to process things and take... Take and calm myself down. I was telling you, I was watching the Michael J. Fox movie that's now out on on Apple. It's called Still, uh, talking about his his diagnosis with Parkinson's and how he'd hit it and how he'd crafted this persona and gone through and all of these different things uh, in his life. Of you know, you're an actor, but you're also acting on a whole other level with that and, and trying to come to grips with this diagnosis and how you 
betray yourself to other people. With Ja, seems like there there's still a disconnect between recognizing and, and admitting to yourself, yeah. you know, where where you're at in this process. Because if you're having it, if you had that issue and that was legitimately a this is how I deal with stress or whatever, you didn't learn because you're right back into the same patterns, mm-hmm. right? You didn't evolve into I need to go check in on therapists. We, we people have their feelings about twelve step programs. I'm not here to preach to anybody about any of this, right? How you deal with stress as long as you're not harming yourself and others. Find find your space. Here you're you're having a, a very possible huge impact on yourself, your life, and all the people that depend on you, work with you, and you bring potentially an element of danger into their lives yes. as well. Right? So you're clearly not dealing with the stresses if that was a legitimate part of this, be it alcohol or however else, you know, because there are a lot of rumors as to how he was processing we 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 talked about it a little bit earlier dan uh, but clearly that pattern and jobby and jaw is where we're at here on on mother's day 2023 he'll, he'll always be jaw and i i know that that surroundings and where you are don't matter um you know uh you know if you're if you're battling alcoholism it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or, you know or someone who's making it comes for wage. everything right we talked Absolutely. about the cost of cigarettes earlier right it doesn't Absolutely. matter it's the same the jaws situation too mike is so unique because you look at at what what he's throwing away like there's you know there, there's something about being the king of chicago your hometown you know walter payton carried the torch michael jordan obviously carried the torch the guys have done that winning in new york is a big thing in la you know lebron wants to put himself up in the the rafters mm-hmm. with all of those laker greats there's something about doing so in the city memphis is jaw's town it's his city it it it, it is it you know there, there are very few athletes who have that ability to you know because you're Competing sometimes with other sports, competing with other things in town, mm-hmm. not in Memphis. It is your city, and may who knows? Maybe that's part of the problem because you know it is his. But like, there's you talk about the advantages or the things that he, that he's you know like throwing away. Like, there's see, it's a very very unique situation, and this you know these actions are just you know all of these things. You know, aside from his immense basketball talent, which nobody denies. Um, yeah, it's just, it's overall, it could be considered a sad story. I'm just not at that point because I feel that they, they, and the NBA and ESPN and John Moran specifically tried to cover it up and sell us this bill of goods. And, and now we see what's really happening. And, and that to me is, it's a joke and it's a shame. Now we open up the next chapter to see what more comes out of this video. Is there any other evidence of things in recent? Because remember that all the the stuff from the Pacers and the club and the incident uh, in the pickup game, yep. they all came out in rapid fire mall cop, succession, yep. right? Mall cop. So we'll see. Now we get... No, no, Ever, Paul Blart. Everybody immediately. You say, Mall Cop, that's what's going to happen, Dan Byer. You know how this works. <laughs> I do, unfortunately. They didn't take his segue, I don't think, though. Uh, he is, speaking of segues, he's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Reminder, hey, Fox Sports Sunday brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. 
Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Coming up next, we will have our progressive play of the day. Oh, and there's actually still basketball being played. Dan Byer, Game 7 preview. But first, we got our guy Isaac Lowenkrop with an update on what's trending in our sporting universe. Those what's trending is the Memphis Grizzlies earlier this morning suspending star guard John Morant from all team activities pending an NBA review of a new social media video that went viral this morning from an Instagram live stream by one of Morant's friends in which Morant is shown in the passenger seat of a car briefly brandishing what appears to be a gun. Now, two months ago, the NBA suspended Morant eight games after he live-streamed himself on his own Instagram account, brandishing a gun at a gentleman's club. No comment yet from Morant or any of his representatives. You've got to have a fall guy. Sage advice. Anyway, on Saturday night, the Phoenix Suns fired head coach Monty Williams after four seasons. Today at 3.30 Eastern, Game 7 of the East Semifinals with the Boston Celtics hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. NFL media reports that the Miami Dolphins are signing former New England Patriots offensive tackle Isaiah Wynn to a one-year deal. And we've got a couple of Major League Baseball games going on right now. In Cleveland, the Guardians have a 1-0 lead over the Angels in the bottom half of the fifth inning. And they are resuming yesterday's game between the Mets and Nationals in Washington. After a four-hour rain delay, they're resuming in the top of the third inning as part of a split doubleheader. Yay. And the Mets have just tied the Nationals 1-1. Fellas, back to you. Thanks so much, Isaac. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you here from the TireRack.com studios. I had all sorts of stories. Stories of whimsy and fascination and auctions and realized prices and sales and and then John Morant happened. I, I know we're going to talk Sixers Celtics. I also had a couple of things that we weren't able to get to, but there's one one thing I want to quick shoehorn in, Mike, because we really never talked about the Warriors. We talked about the Suns. No, there's a lot. The there's a lot of Warrior stuff between uh, Bob Myers, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and, and his post game comments. And I think that those 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 conversations are conversations that we could maybe even have next week, depending on what transpires this week. But we'll know more, and there'll be stories this offseason. But I think that now is the perfect time to relive the quotes that owner Joe Lacob made to New York Times Magazine in April of 2016. This is uh, in the midst of their 73-win season, coming off the season when they won an NBA title. And Joe Lacob was dead wrong. Uh, this is what he had to say, quote, the great, great venture capitalists who built company after company, that's not an accident. And none of this is an accident either. We've crushed them on the basketball court and we're going to for years because of the way we've built this team. We're light years ahead of probably every other team in structure, in planning, in how we're going to go about things. We're going to be a handful for the rest of the NBA to deal with for a long time and the 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 kicker the kicker because he had to then text Steph Curry and almost apologize for what he said before the article came out said it's not just Steph Curry it's architecting a team a style of play the way they all play together it's all extremely thought through that's how the Warriors were going to dominate um life comes at you fast and I don't know it was seven years ago but Without Kevin Durant, 
Um, there is in building the organization, and it's not just it's, again, it's not just it's not just Steph Curry. And I know that's a conversation you and Jason have a lot. Um, it sure seemed like a, it was a lot of Steph Curry this season, and it sure seems like this great way that you've had of building this franchise. <laughs> Maybe it didn't come through to fruition, like the Jordan Poole contract, uh, the drafting of James Weissman, um, what's happening with Jonathan Kaminga, all of these moves that you thought were going to put you light years ahead of the rest of the NBA um, have now put you to where you are right now. Well, and you gave away a couple of games. I, I love the fact that Steve Kerr pretty much owned it. Yeah, game one and game four. Mm-hmm. Like, you got blowout games, that's fine, but you had two games where you had the lead going into the fourth quarter, you couldn't finish. Steph Curry couldn't get a shot. But, Mike, they're going to dominate. They are going to – and listen, I, <laughs> their four titles are – this one of them was already in the bank. Yeah. But, so he was boasting. And, again, it's not Steph Curry, so it's it's even after that. Does this team look any like remotely close to being able to move on from the Steph Curry era? No. No, absolutely not. Not, not. even Steph Curry. Even with him still there and being able yeah. to put up points, the rest of it has to work around him, and right now it's crumbling. I mean, Clay Thompson – they got a big decision to make with him. Like, there's reports that, hey, you want an extension? All right, your dollar cost per year is going to have to go down. Sure. Draymond Green, very uh, adamant of, hey, I want to finish with the guys I wrote in on, which is all fine and good. I mean, he'll opt out because he can make more money doing that, of course. Uh, and that long hug he had with LeBron James at the end of that series. Eh, we all kind of raise our eyebrows <laughs> and wonder what that means on a grander scale. But, yeah, certainly uh, when we look at what ownership tried to – and look, you're going to get boastful, right? Why, why is the interview talk, interviewer talking to you? Yeah, they're coming to kiss your ass. So you're going to talk about how great you are because that's what they're telling you, and all you're doing is reflecting what the media was saying. So, you know, for Lakeup, you know, in the end, yeah, you did go out and get Kevin Durant. And you yeah. push that thing. Kevin Durant probably wishes he stayed you didn't, at this point, too. You, you didn't need a venture capitalist to tell you that if you took him off your biggest competition in the conference and added him to your team, that you would uh, have success. I think Joe in the 300 levels could have told you that. Yeah. He's Dan Byer. I'm Mike Carmen here. Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, preview of Game 7. And your play of the day. Will it be parts of the interviews that we've cut up over the course of the day? Probably not. Maybe someone actually doing something sporting. We'll talk about it next year on Fox. On the right side, Domi knocked the puck down. Jordan Everly picks it up. Skates up ice. Near circle. Scores! The Seattle Kraken are headed to seventh heaven on Monday night. Kraken Radio Network on the call. Everly, two goals in a 6-3 win over the Stars to force a Game 7. Our folks there in Seattle losing their minds. They're still waiting for Julio Rodriguez to learn how to hit a fastball. Batting 194 (laughs) at last count against fastballs. Uh, But the Kraken, given uh, a lot of of great moments. And let's face it, the merch sales are through the charts. (laughs) I was going to say, does that affect his card value for you? For Everly, yeah, it would be. I'm, right. I'm not I'm not big into the hockey what? card world. Something's got to give. Okay. What about Julio Rodriguez? For Julio right now, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's 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 one of those, you're, you're white hot coming into the season. <laughs> so it cools down because Kelnick, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, the renewed interest in him as he's putting up some MVP-like numbers. A lot of cheese curds in that swing. Nicely done. Well played. Uh, but a guy that many had pushed aside, market had, co- had gone cold, 
going back to his prospect cards with the Mets and even the early Seattle cards, but renewed interest there, right? The ebb and flow, and and if Rodriguez starts sending balls into the seats, then and people jump back on too much investment in the young prospect. Uh, not to progressive play of the day progressive making things even easier they'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so that you can save on both learn more at progressive.com or pick up the phone call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE Mike Harmon Dan Byer with you here closing up shop here Steve Hartman Rich Hornberger coming up here in 10 minutes time here on Fox Sports Radio game seven Later on today, Missoula versus uh, Rivers. A- at this point, with all the the noise for this one, Dan Byron, you might as well have them in the octagon. Uh, loser leaves town match. Both guys potentially fighting for their respective jobs. For the Sixers, uh, some great expectations. You bring in star power, you're expecting great things. And we've seen uneven performances from Maxi and Harden through this series. You look at Embiid and while the numbers are there at times laboring and wondering where he's at health-wise, truly, on the Celtics side of things, we talking about the Warriors just a couple of minutes ago. Finish games. Mm-hmm. Know so, your timeout situations. Work to find a shot as opposed to, you know what, that's it. Just let, let, Let's just go and run it uh, and try to find a space. I don't think Jason Tatum's going to be uh, as limited as he was uh, in Game Six, so uh, maybe a much taller order for the Sixers in this. One. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, at least c- close for what the spread is saying. Six and a half. Maybe. I I do. I I like Boston in this game, and this is not uh, betting or gambling advice at all. It's just me saying of how I think it's going to play out. Um, again, could be uh, rem- re- being reminded of what happened last year when the Bucks lost Game Seven to Boston, and similar similar fashion, they were up three two, and then Boston went to Milwaukee and won, just like the Celtics did against Philadelphia. Because now the benches are so short, Mike. Mm-hmm. I just you just wonder um, if it does come down to it on energy in being seven game series. They did have an extra day. So it's not like they played on Friday. They played on Thursday. But with the short rotations where you've got on if guys are going to be able to make shots like Jason Tatum did. He did in game six if need be. Um, I'm curious if on what the shot-making ability will be if it's close. I just don't think it's going to be close. I think Boston wins, and we get a rematch of the East Finals from last year. I think when we just get down to it, you've got more guys potentially to make a shot in Boston and give you that lift. Like we were talking about finding the third guy for the Lakers. You've got Brogdon. You've got Al Horford. You've got guys that can step up uh, into that spotlight. Marcus Smart can give you a 25-point game on occasion. Uh, As we wrap things up, uh, thank the crew, of course, Ethan and Sam, our guy Isaac Lohenkron on the updates. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all uh, all those, uh, however you're celebrating those with us, those uh, that you can't. I'm thinking of my uh, my late uncle who used to run around yelling, everybody's a mother sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but you brought up both the Bucks and Celtics, kind of tying that together. Just always remember the Bulls beating the Bucks at one point and my drunken uncle leading the chorus of, Beat Boston! In an NBA playoffs run. Rich and Steve coming up next here on Fox. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.